Hello and welcome to another episode of Roll for Immersion. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Aaron. I'm Tori, I play Kelsey. I'm Sam and I play Hugar. I'm Emily and I play Gwendolyn. Alright, and as per usual, we're going to start off with some news and facts in the Dungeons and & Dragons and Wizards of the Coast realm. Today we're going to be talking about the portrayal of Dungeons & Dragons in mass media. Yeah, uh, I think in particular we're going to focus mostly on like TV shows. And films. And films, yeah. So. yeah. Um, there's like some others that I will throw in there mm -hmm. because I feel like they're applicable. But right. I think it's... I mean, we, we kind of have to talk about it because whenever there's something that's being represented, I think it's important for people that are a part of those communities that are being represented, you know, on, on any scale. You know, right. obviously, like, this is, at the end of the day, just a nerdy little game that we play with our friends. But, you know, is it being portrayed, portrayed accurately? Like, can I tell that whoever wrote that scene actually plays the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of different portrayals, especially recently as times have progressed. Because, I mean, I mean, yeah, back in the 80s, you had the Dungeons & Dragons movies, which uh, we don't talk about. Those. We don't talk about. Well, yeah. I mean, but there's like, I don't know, there's there's a charm to them yeah. to an extent, um, as there is with any old, really bad movie. Uh, the Room. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it kind of it's it's definitely progressed as time's gone on in that it's no longer reserved to just shows that are like, you know, freaks and geeks mm -hmm. and stuff like that, where it's like, ooh, it's because it's a nerdy show that we have to have it. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and even some shows that are like supposed to be nerdy get it wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. Whether that's because the writers, producers, et cetera, haven't played or maybe they have. But like the studio just doesn't like the way that it's playing out as far as like Ford television mm -hmm. or uh, the film, et cetera. And right. It kind of winds up muddled. Yeah. I, I definitely think that uh, portrayal is is very key and one of my favorite portrayals because mm -hmm. it seems... We're starting off on a good note. Yeah, we're, we're going to start off on a good note because <laughs> I can't really... At the moment, I can't think of too many bad notes. At the moment. You've probably <laughs> got a can. lot more. Yeah, you, you can think of a lot more. But uh, <laughs> one of my favorite portrayals was... Um, in season one of Stranger Things, mm -hmm. you know, episode yes. one, because uh, yep. it's that's basically mm -hmm. that's literally D and D right there. You know, you're screaming at each other, just like what, like do this, <laughs> do this, and then you know you throw the dice and then they end up falling off the table, and you're just like, oh no, you, you know, you're scrambling yeah. around, uh, and then you know at the end of that season they do that scene again, but this time you can see the dice roll. Granted, mm -hmm. I, as someone who owns the. Um, the the Stranger Things kit mm -hmm. for for Dungeons and Dragons, that Thessal Hydra had no health in, in the show. He he literally took one like basically one point of damage, mm -hmm. and like it he had just come out. He takes one point of damage and then he dies. And I was just like, what? What are you talking about? Like that that was that was my only peeve for that. I was right. Just, but I mean, it, like, it looks better for the works. show though. Right. Like, those those types of things where it's like it's accurate except for like one little thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I let those slide a bit more. Which yeah. is like, ooh, the Hydra would have had more health than that. Actually, pushes up glasses. Yeah, but then again, um, also it's the fact that you know it takes place in like 1984 or some right. or something like yeah. that. So yeah. and they yeah. are children. Yeah, yeah. the first they're season they're like they're supposed to be like 12. I yeah, think. yeah, and you know that's also a thing. Like for some DMs, like sometimes when I DM things, I don't even keep track of my like big bads HP. Mm -hmm. 
I go until I feel like it's earned. Right. You know, um, when until like someone has a moment, someone, you know, like I feel like it's been enough damage to where it's not going to be like, a oh, this is five turns of just this character swinging. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not that fun to play out. So we're going to get past it. Right. Um, so I kind of go based on that. And sometimes it gets me in trouble because like I'll try to bring back a villain or uh they'll fight like another one that's like the same and they're like well i killed it so easy last time it's like oh i forgot that i let you kill it when you did like 40 damage and this thing is supposed to have like 200 hp right yeah no i mean but that's that's just being a dm yeah you're gonna slip up so much that's and yeah that's entirely on me it has nothing to do with that method of you know keeping track of hp so when it comes to that like I don't know. That type of stuff doesn't bug me much because yeah. that can come down to just a DM deciding that that's how much HP the Hydra had that mm-hmm. day. That's yeah, that's fair. Maybe the Hydra woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You think of that? Uh, didn't maybe, have his coffee. No, I didn't. Maybe his dragging. tummy hurts. You don't know. Well, if his tummy hurt was hurting, then would why you would he go after the Thistle Hydra as uh, as a hot girl? Because only hot girls have stomach problems. Uh, I don't know if you if you count like many heads, <laughs> at least one of them. Uh, <laughs> one of them's got to be a hot. One girl. of them's a hot. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I hate it here. <laughs> I I regret starting that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so I say we kind of just do like a round table here and kind of just each give like just one like good one or out yeah call one out. You like it or not? Yeah. yeah that's fair. So Tori, you got anything? Tori's going first again. Um, I mean, if you is. if you want, we can start with Emily and then uh, go yeah, that's that. better. Cool. Okay. Okay. Cool. okay. So. The good one that I can think of, I have one good one and one bad one. Okay. Mm. Good one I can think of is community. We touched yeah. on that last yep. episode. Some of the community D and D episodes were so fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like those. I don't really have much to say about it other than the fact that. Well, it's there. I think I think uh, kind of to my earlier points, like you can tell that the writers played D and D. Granted, mm-hmm. writers Dan Harmon, who we all know plays D and D now, especially mm-hmm. after our after we talked about it last episode. Yeah. Um, but throughout Dan Harmon's shows, uh, Community and like Rick and Morty and some of his other works, like when they reference that type of stuff, it's like, okay, that's a joke that someone that like actually plays the game would make it's exactly. not it's not like a ha nerd game <laughs> you know no they're just like man dude this this system's broken or something <laughs> yeah, like that you know exactly okay and so then the bad one i have is season three of riverdale mm-hmm. oh um, i never watched that far yeah me, yeah. me neither uh it wasn't you know how far i got it, in riverdale one episode i got yeah, 10 I minutes into the not, first episode not even five minutes this, i watched the first two seasons this season is what made me quit watching. Oh. So, um, it's it's they don't call it D and D. They call it Griffins and Gargoyles. Oh my god! Um, I remember hearing about that. And they turn it into this whole thing. They use the game as like a murder plot, to where like the d- game is turning people evil, mm. and it's a mm. it's a whole thing. And it just made me so mad because. Mm. We already had that with D&D in the 80s. We don't need any more of yeah, that. Yeah, we don't need anyone thinking it's satanic. <laughs> so, yeah. We've been there, done that. So things like this around. just give D&D like a bad name, and I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind if it was like, if they did that, but it was done like truthfully to how D&D is, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. you know, playing it, et cetera. Like, I have no problem with it being the catalyst of, 
you know the season of like you know people changing or whatever like kind of liking it to like a ouija board or something where yeah. it's like oh whoever the next dm is is probably going to be the next murderer mm-hmm. um whatever it is you know obvi- i think i just are automatically just came up with a better uh you know, idea plot synopsis for, the, for plot synopsis yeah. for mm-hmm. uh, a season of Riverdale than they have. Yeah. Um, and that took me two seconds. Right. But <laughs> I don't have a problem with it being portrayed as like this like edgy evil thing. Just don't put it in a bad show with bad writers that don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of why I like Stranger Things' portrayal as well because they're using it in both a good aspect and a negative connotation. Right. You know, because it's the the creatures and all that are you know evil evil they're and all that you. yeah and, i get you and they're making those connections like you know you got the mind flayer in season two yeah. slash three you've got the demogorgon in season one and you know in this upcoming season for season four you got vecna that's crazy <laughs> and you know anybody who knows vecna probably one of the biggest and most famous D villains of all time yeah absolutely uh, so and you know originated in Greyhawk, yada yada but I mean, the fact that they're doing that, but then also having it to where uh, you see D&D helping them out. Like, I, I've been rewatching the show, and in episode eight of season two, you know, Dustin flips open the book, and he's just like, oh, yeah, uh, the, the Mind Flayer, it does this and this. And then Hopper's just like, well, how do we defeat it? And Dustin's just like, okay, well, in order to do this, you know, Mind Flayer feeds on minds, so zombies. And in the show that doesn't work Mm -hmm. but it helps formulate ideas so they're Mm -hmm. using it as a inspiration while also it's i mean and that's how homebrewing a game of DD works anyway right you know like if if a character that i had was like faced with a mind flayer i might think oh if we just get some zombies to fight them Mm -hmm. you know might be possible if you're working in a party with like a necromancer or something right who knows um yeah that's again where (laughs) apples and oranges good portrayal versus bad portrayal you know that's something that you know you can sing stranger things praise for right and you can hate riverdale for to give some more context to the riverdale one i found an actual description it says uh griffins and gargoyles or g and g is a board game (laughs) that is described as this described to target impressionable developing minds namely teens the game's quests and role-playing scenarios are specifically designed to foster delusion, paranoia, and ultimately violence. Oh my okay, God. what what year did season three come out? Oh, that is a great question. If you, if you don't mind looking that yeah, up for it's me, it's fairly recent, I feel like. Because because I'm truly I'm truly curious to see if what I have in my head uh-huh. is 2018. What I, 2018. Okay, so yeah, so, so the the writer literally watched probably I guarantee watched like Stranger Things, saw people you know mm-hmm. enjoying it, playing D and D, and but they have that mentality because you know they lived through it uh-huh. and they're they're still stuck in their ways of like oh yeah no this is a satanic devilish game yeah, play and, off that I old mean trope yeah the history though... of the game and the show is it started in an insane asylum. And it's the gargoyle statue perched at the base of the chamber scared the patients into submission, forcing them to create a fantasy realm rather than to face their own fears. I mean, that's cool. I like that's that. That's a cool concept. However, it sounds like it was horribly executed. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. For sure. Um, and it's like, and again, like as much as I'm gagging over G&G and like it had it been done right, I would have been like, that's genius marketing because right. then you don't have to pay Dungeons and Dragons. You know, any kind of money, 
for using any of their copyrighted stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, I don't think Riverdale would have wound up having to do anyway. Right. It's such a popular show. If they had actually reached out to Wizards to, they, like... They could have gotten, like, they a could have supplement. Gotten, yeah, know. they could have gotten... Because it'd be like, okay, well, we're going to be promoting Dungeons & Dragons, basically. You know, can you, like, just back off? Because we're going to get however many people... Because, like, I'll be honest, the, the Venn diagram of people that watch Riverdale and play D&D is not exactly a circle... So it would nice. definitely introduce a lot more people to D&D. So I, and I also would have gotten, like, eyes of people that actually know how D&D works onto the right. project, which mm-hmm. I think would have significantly yeah. helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, like, I earlier episodes we were talking about, you know, the formulation of these two groups of, like, nerds and, like, people who mm-hmm. play D&D and all that becoming a circle. But it's it's things like Riverdale Season 3 and their portrayal of, like, G&G and whatnot mm-hmm. that's keeping it from yeah. being a circle it's pull it's actively pushing it apart yeah uh it, and you know that's not what we should be doing we should be fostering new minds to think creatively you know and even if you don't want to like you know give a shout out to dungeons and dragons you know you don't have to you know brown nose wizards or anything right like, you can you don't have to make it necessarily a good portrayal and that it's a good thing that everyone should try but it's just the blatant disrespect for the source material that mm-hmm. I'm seeing that I'm just kind of like, it, it doesn't deserve that. Right. Like, does D&D have problems? Yes. Does the community, company behind it, everything have problems? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect. And I, you know, as much as I think D&D is like therapy, it's for everyone. Everyone should try it, you know, or everyone should try it. Not necessarily that it's for everyone because there's people out there that I'm sure don't like it. Right. But still. It's that, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just, like, it's more of an alienation than anything, Mm -hmm. you know? I'm not asking you to, like, try to pull people in to play D&D as much as I want you to. I'm not asking that. Just at least give us a proper portrayal. Exactly. I'm asking, so it's like, you know, if you pique curiosity, like, don't make people not want to play it. Right. You know, that's too far. Right. Yeah. So, Tori, you got anything? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so here's a question. Do we want to just focus on TV and film? Or no. Can I, can I expand a little it's bit on media. that? It's media. Okay, because I'm a really big fan of the Borderlands video games. I knew you were going to bring that up. I was going to um, bring it up if you didn't. So in Borderlands 2, there's downloadable content that's called Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, mm-hmm. which is more or less one of the characters serving as a DM for, like, a campaign kind of thing. Um, and it like was popular enough that it's been adapted into like a tabletop game and the title has a bad word in it so i can't say it Mm. but it's it's bnb so yeah yeah um but yeah i thought that that was such like a fun little thing and like the character that it's like tiny tina is so like fun and energetic um but just like yeah i don't know i think that the the sort of meshing of like video game with like tabletop game mm-hmm. um and the way that they like did both with that concept was really cool right um i haven't gotten into the tabletop game yet but i'm definitely like interested in looking more into it because of my experience with like the video games so. right yeah and and while borderlands 2 did have that which i mean granted that dlc as we did play through B. Uh, it was a way for Tina to cope with, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't played this old game, uh, 
to deal with the death of Roland, who, you know, as we find out in the game Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, actually was the one who taught her and introduced her to BNB and all that. And so that's why yeah. uh, she has that fostering of such care for Roland. Mm-hmm. And so when he was killed off uh, towards the end of the game, she took it as hard as she did. And, you know, and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands as well. I That game is fantastic. It truly was a really good representation of, you know, a tabletop game put into a video game and it's because it's really interesting because i mean in borderlands you know you have your classes but the thing with uh wonderlands is the fact that you can multi-class you know as as with normal Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. in in actual tabletop games which is really interesting because you can do all these crazy concoctions i mean my first character in that game uh who i hit max level with like i don't know a couple weeks after the game came out um I was a, uh, it, I was a graveborn um, stabomancer. So I mean, I was focusing on a lot of necromancy and life bringing while also doing a massive amount of crits. So I mean, you know, you can create all these different things because I mean, you've got like, I think it's like six like to a eight necromancer fighter. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. more of a necromancer rogue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stab, stab. Yeah. Stab, 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 stab. How high was your dex? Uh, my dex was pretty darn high because I mean, yeah, in the game you actually so, do so ha- above a fifteen. It was like, th- it was, I think it was like thirty-two. Mm. Because it's crazy, there yeah. are lots of eyes on my, <laughs> my, my <laughs> fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's also another thing is the fact that in normal Borderlands games, uh, when you level up, you mostly just like put it into your skill tree and that's it. Right. Yeah. But now you have what's called hero points which you literally have your uh, normal uh, ability score. So you got strength, dexterity, constitution, uh, luck, and all that sort of stuff. And you put points into those. And mm-hmm. it's really interesting because they affect like crit chance and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's a really fantastic game because it feels like a tabletop game, but on a controller. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I thoroughly really enjoy it. I definitely recommend it for anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a really good representation, even in the original DLC, which is now technically its own standalone game now. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess. Do you have any others that you were gonna bring up? Nah. Before Sam just starts blasting. <laughs> Shut Go crazy. Your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Sam. Big Hit us. Bang Theory. Okay. Woo, let's go. go. <laughs> I am. Ooh. Okay. So. This all got started because, like, I started watching Big Bang Theory because I was, like, flipping through channels back when people still did that. Obviously. Um, And I landed on it, and I was like, oh, some of these jokes are kind of funny. And here's the thing about Big Bang Theory. As much as I don't think any of it is malicious, it gets a lot of, like, nerd culture, nerd representation wrong. Right. Right? And because I was just casually watching it, my dad was like, oh, what's this dumb show? And, like, sat down to start watching it. And then my dad became obsessed. Uh, Right? We own the whole series on DVD. Oh, goodness. Um, Like, I watched the finale of the series with my parents. Like, that's how big (laughs) it got, right? And, again, for the most part, perfectly harmless show. I think the show is perfectly fine. I don't think it deserves as much hate as it gets. I don't think it's awesome but like I don't you don't I also don't think that it deserves all the praise it gets either I don't yeah, yeah but it, most people a, don't praise it because they know everyone else will just like rag on it yeah um I think 
I think it's fine. I think it's good, mindless television yeah. that you can just sit there and watch. Yeah. Classic, um, uh, what yeah. was it, ABC or something like that? CBS, I CBS. think. Yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. You know, And I get that all the characters are supposed to be nerds, but when you mess with D&D, <laughs> you know? Um, it's, it's, just, it's just one of those things where it's like, Certain times when they were like showing D and D, they kind of got the spirit of it right mm-hmm. a little bit. Like you know, dudes sitting around on the couch or like you know around like a, a central table and like just playing the game, being you know just guys being dudes, none just better than guys those. being guys. Exactly. Um, and you know that that is the spirit of D and D. It's just you know homies rolling dice, playing games, right? Yeah. But it's just like the. Okay, you've dedicated yourself to having this whole episode pretty much be centered around D and D on multiple occasions. You could at least get it right, right? You know, like the rolling for certain things. Like I would have like you know because I feel like that's a great thing to write around is like the results of a roll. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't have to have the camera directly over the die to show that you're telling the truth about what was rolled. It's a scripted show. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows. It. Yeah, this ain't um, reality TV, this, which well, is still this scripted. Is what I'm saying. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's because here's my issue. And here's why it probably bothers me more than it maybe should. Um, is because my dad, like I said, obsessed with the show. Mm-hmm. So then he tries to talk to me about it as if he knows now. <laughs> All right. right. And like my dad will never listen to this, but just in case, uh, uh, love you, but, um, don't. <laughs> don't. If you want to talk about D and D, it should be a like from an asking questions perspective. Right. Not don't. Like, don't not talk like, to me about roll. Am I right? I'm like, oh god. <laughs> you roll. Know, you know, like. <laughs> guess I'll just have to roll with it. Um. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So that's kind of like my big, my big pee from it is because it's like I know that that's not the only time that happens. Mm-hmm. Right. And how embarrassing would that be for you if you knew nothing about D&D, but maybe you want to try to get into it. You watch The Big Bang Theory and you're like, oh, that's kind of how it works. Got right. it. And then you walk up and try to talk to people that do play mm. and they're going to they're either going to think you're making fun of them or that you just like you're lying. Like you act like, you know, but you clearly don't. Right. Like, you know, there's. You know, and, and to an extent, that's on the person for assuming that they know something. But given that it's on a show that's supposed to be about people that are nerds that would actively play D and D, which is believable that all those characters would all those characters would play D and D. Yeah. And then to have it not be a faithful portrayal, mm-hmm. especially when you know. So, I, this is we went on the Warner Brothers like tour right and we like toured the big bang theory like set because that was that that's how deep the that's the how love, deep it is yeah. um and like we find out that you know all the equations and stuff that are on like all the boards in the background they have like a rocket scientist or like a professor from like a nearby college that writes out all of those equations so that all of the equations that are up there are correct that's actually really cool that's really cool but that shows that they have the dedication that they can get things right when they want to mm-hmm they're just why is it all of a sudden so hard when we're portraying you know any like a lot of nerd culture yeah any any like yeah exactly any monicum of nerd culture that's not already inherently obvious like you know because like obviously they make like random star wars and star trek jokes 
but they're like at a very base level mm-hmm. you know they're about things that anyone that even knows about the franchise knows about right you know like making spock references and doing like the live long and prosper hand sign you're not going to make anyone mad with that but it's like you know or like arguing like kirk versus picard or whatever it's like okay most people that have seen any amount of star trek know that those are like the two captains or whatever you know right it doesn't go a lot deeper than that but then when you have an episode dedicated multiple episodes dedicated to dungeons and dragons and you don't get it right once that's and 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 it's one of the most successful shows of all time yeah like i'll give it that credit it it was almost the longest running sitcom of all time i think it tied with two and a half men Ooh. yeah um and like they were like everyone thought they were going to beat it because they only needed one more season (laughs) right right. (laughs) you know yeah um but it's just it's just one of those things like it 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 really does grind my gears and it kind of pulls me away from that show and also like you know that could have been a cool little bonding moment with my dad or someone else like in their family if they actually got it right Mm -hmm. and as embarrassing as it is when someone only knows a little bit but like they're correct to be like, yeah, that's right, also, you know, because then that adds the conversation. Instead of me having to be, no, that's not how that is, which pretty much shuts down the conversation. Right. Because the other person's response is to be like, oh. And then, like, that ends the conversation because all of a sudden... They don't know they've, anything. They've, they've become wrong. <laughs> right. And then they don't feel like they can continue that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my that's my that's why it bugs me so much when shows especially that have big platforms get it wrong right you know, yeah you have this budget you have the time you knew you were doing this episode call someone everyone knows someone that plays D and if you, know? you don't you're a liar it, yeah seriously <laughs> yeah. if you don't then either they're lying or you're lying or both you know yeah and um, if and if you are being completely truthful and you don't know anybody you have a phone yeah exactly like you live in hollywood where, like, again, shout out Joe Manganello is very public about, you know, his freaking Hollywood cult D&D game where, like, you have to be invited to the table. Right. And it has, like, all these, like, prestigious actors, producers, directors, etc. And, ju- and just think about how much cred your show would get oh, if you true. had him on there. It, not even, you don't even have to have Joe Manganello on there. No, just, just be like, like just ask him, be like, Here's the script. Does it look good? Like, you know, right. if you like as a D&D fan seeing this, would it put you off or do you see something wrong with this? Because the changes that need that need to be made are not insane. No. You know, it's just like little lines and dialogue that you can just tweak just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Give give us a little bit of nerd cred, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I get it. You know, the stereotype of nerds is we're all sweaty uh socially awkward outcasts yeah yeah but the amount of times that they had will wheaton on that show oh my god come on man (laughs) like for them to have him on that many times for them to get anything tabletop related wrong Mm -hmm. i'm almost mad at will wheaton now thank you for (laughs) telling me i should be mad at will wheaton (laughs) (laughs) well as much as i you know shouldn't actually be mad at will wheaton because he's the star trek guy but granted he's also known within like the nerd realm for being super into tabletop. Yeah, you dude, know? I love his he, tabletop. He had the show Geek. Tabletop on Geek yeah. and Sundry, which is to this day still one of my favorite shows because it's oh, just yeah. it's, it's so, so fun to watch. Got me to but buy like, so many board games. 
Exactly. I would, but broke. Um, <laughs> and now you're broke because you have so many board games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and college. Like, yeah, and then, like, so Will being like, yeah, I played Magic, and I'm sure I know he's played Dungeons & Dragons before. Oh. oh, no, I just remembered. On Big Bang Theory, they did play Dungeons & Dragons with Joe Manganiello. Did they? Re- hold yes. on. Hold on. Hold they on. Hold. There was an episode. They had D and D at Will Wheaton's house. Okay. I I, and, have, and, I have something and, pulled and, up on and Wikipedia. And Sheldon was yeah. like, and Sheldon was like, oh, I really want to get in on this. And Will Wheaton was like, excuse you, because he invited Leonard, the other one of the other main characters, but didn't invite Sheldon, because it was like actually like prestigious people playing, Joe Manganiello included. Yeah. And Sheldon was like peering into the window and stuff. So they could have gotten it so right. The, uh, the episode is called The D&D Vortex, and Will Wheaton invites Leonard to play with a group of celebrity players, including William Shatner, Kevin Smith, Joe Manganiello, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Will serves as the dungeon master. And they still got it wrong. Joe! Joe! Okay, so what are some of the specific things that they got wrong? Because I haven't seen this. Well, there's, so there's, like, no real rolling. Oh. Like ever, oh. like they like. There's maybe like one role where it's like kind of like that scene in Stranger Things where it's like ah oh, the big role, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it like it winds up like not really mattering, and like they try to use it as like a catalyst. Like uh, on one occasion specifically, they had like a Christmas episode where like it should have just been like your typical Christmas one shot. It's fine that has theming, you know, that you're right. going to fight Santa. That's the whole thing. I've led one shots where you fight Santa. I get it. <laughs> That's cool. Um, it's very fun. You make everyone have to build an elf, and it's oh. very fun. <laughs> that sounds so fun. I'm not going to lie. That sounds amazing, and I want to try it now. I, I mean, if I do it again Santa? next year, you're more than welcome to join. But, Heck yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, everyone has to build an elf, and, like, the whole party's elves, and they go fight Santa. But that's not what happens in um, in the episode. Yeah. Like, they're obviously, I don't think they're limited to elves. I think they're just playing their normal characters, but, like, they're doing a Christmas themed one shot where they're supposed to save Santa mm-hmm. um, as opposed to mine where you try to kill Santa. But the whole point is like Sheldon hates Christmas or whatever and they try to like make him love Christmas again. Um, yada, 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 blah, 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 yeah. blah. Classic um, sitcom stuff. Yeah. And there's another one where like I think like the girls of the group try to play and they wind up really liking it, which is cool. I like that. Um, but also, first of all, it kind of sets the precedent that D&D isn't for everyone mm-hmm. and that like oh you girls should try it you might like it as if like the the two girls that are super nerdy in the group wouldn't, wouldn't have already have, yeah. have been exposed to it right. mm-hmm. um you know like understandable that the character of Penny wouldn't have been exposed to it just given her background and the cheap jokes that they would make mm-hmm. um but like them winding up liking it like it's something crazy it's like okay but it, it is for everyone you know like granted I agree there's gatekeepers in the community and there's plenty of people behind it that try to keep it, you know, as dominated by, you know, the male presence. But it's just, that was frustrating. Um, they didn't have, like, any mechanics or, like, any, like, oh, I'm going to try to, like, s- swing my long sword or anything. Um, there was, like, some weird euphemism with, like, a magic wand and a penis. But, like, I get it, typical sitcom stuff. Yeah. That can happen as long as you're also, like actually playing the game it's it's yeah no uh, uh, like it, it i have never it never once to me ever felt, felt like, like they D&D. were actually playing D. right like i said in at some points it felt like they were capturing uh the energy of it of like when they were setting up in an mm-hmm. episode or two when they were like setting up for it but never really when they were playing it um and i mean like i'm even more disappointed after like with the episode that featured joe manganello um, obviously, they included um, 
oh gosh, what's his name? William Shatner as like a joke because I highly doubt William Shatner actually plays D&D. No, I doubt it, but Kirk, um, you know? Yeah, and then like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, I think that would be awesome if he does. Um, I'm glad that I have that multiple people so on um, <laughs> on their computers here <laughs> to try to check uh, if they actually do play. But I'm sure that that was just a throwaway joke, um, maybe in reference to like how Joe Manganiello's um, actual D&D group has like a mm-hmm. bunch of celebrities. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it was just very frustrating, um, because it's like you know, like we've mentioned before with Joe Manganiello being like, eh, it's like the first real Hollywood Hawkeye that like is making D and D really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I don't know. I I just feel like either he didn't see the script or it's just like he didn't have a choice, but he wanted to go just to be like, yes, D and D always, right. you know, right? Um, and I respect that, and I'm glad he did it at the end of the day. Because, again, the more people that get exposed to it, the better. It's just frustrating for the people that do play to deal with the people that come trying to think that that's how they know how the game works, yeah. if that makes sense. Because um, there is a lot more technical stuff that mm-hmm. goes into it. There is a lot of mechanics and stuff, like rolling and things like that. It's boring to an extent, you know, but it's, you know, never in my life before I started playing D&D did I think that, like, I would be rolling dice and just like be like caring so much about what winds up on those dice outside of a casino, uh, like place. Like uh, words are hard because I'm flustered. Um, yeah, no, it's very it's very upsetting. But you know, I mean, it's it's good to get it's good to get the word out there <laughs> on yeah. both the good and the bad. You yeah. know, exactly, absolutely. And, yeah, you know, like Emily said, like uh, shows like Community. You know, I think were slash are on the same level of Big Bang Theory as far as popularity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Community is overall a better show, but yeah, no. well, um, except for season four. Well, we don't talk about that because we don't talk uh, about the gas gas leak here because <laughs> uh, the homie Dan Harmon wasn't writing for that because uh, they said because they fired him and then they brought had a sudden back. drop in ratings and they were like, oh, okay, maybe he knew. What he was doing. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, but yeah, so it's just like it. It I've I've been shown on multiple occasions that it can be done well. You know, and I, I won't leave it on, like, a negative because I'll also give shout-out to, like, an actually, like, good portrayal, and that was a Try Guys video, you know, Try Guys, Try Dungeons & Dragons. I think they did a really good job of portraying, like, the importance of, like, you know, making a character. Um, they got a little bit silly with it, almost to, like, I a mean, LARPing. It's Try Guy. Yeah, it's Try Guys. It's their brand, you know. They almost got into, like, the LARPing, like, realm that's, a little bit because they started dressing up as the characters that they I mean built. that's cool like I, um, I enjoy when you do that physical stuff but yeah. I mean I mean it's it's neat and it definitely makes me be like oh that's neat that they like you know were that dedicated to it but I also think it was to make for better video um right D&D doesn't film well always no um, so having that and um you know having them like have these characters that they like are getting into they got into the role playing aspect they got into the dice rolling aspect they got into the world building aspect i think that video has more accurate portrayal and like genuine fun for D&D than i've seen across pretty much every other media for it except for maybe stranger things but i'm just not the big of a stranger things guy so i can't yeah, speak which that. sucks considering i love stranger things and if i was going to do the one shot uh this saturday or this upcoming yeah. day in which we're gonna have our one shots i would have been doing that but mm-hmm. we're not so we're not and i control your life and so does emily yeah um, 
That'll be it'll it'll be fun. Oh, it'll be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's all I had. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah. No. So, like I said, it's it's really good to you know speak up about the good and bad portrayals of you know nerd culture in general, but you know specifically since we're D and D. D and D Dingins and Durgans. Dingins and Durgans, <laughs> or Griffins and don't. D- no, don't even. <laughs> we don't want to even go I, there. I will jump across this table and come at you like a spider monkey. I swear to God. <laughs> oh my God. All right, all right. Well, that that that'll conclude our news section, and uh, we'll go ahead and hop into the campaign, shall we? Emily's like already like. I'm already like. <laughs> she's freaking she's freaking out. out. She, yeah, she's going a little. Well, like, since little you're a bit antsy, here. Emily, you wanna wanna fill us in? Okay, so we we got to the city uh, by. Oh, well, actually, first we came across a uh, Jonathan Jacobs traveling emporium of wonders. I have wonders in quotes. Um, <laughs> That's, you know, fair. <laughs> um, we made a sponsorship deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a bunch of healing potions to spread the word. Worked pretty well. Hagar kind of shouted, and he seemed yeah, to get a lot of business. So. Hagar also boy. got another puppet from this guy. I got, yes, I did. did. Yes. Steven. Yeah. Yes. He's really smart. Has yeah, a monocle. Heck of smart. Yeah, and I'm not gonna always have him like, because like, yeah. yeah, no, it's I'm only gonna allow it um, since you since you're fit. third level, so once once per, once, once per, per session, once per long rest. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can vibe with that. <laughs> All right, so he was he was nice to us and gave us a ride to the city. Um, we lied to the gate guards. Vinny was briefly a jester kind of surprised that actually worked but so glad it did <laughs> um got him so after we do our advertising for jonathan uh we end up going to the dolan family house where lo and behold he's alive <laughs> Vinny didn't actually kill him i think i think um, the the it was like Vinny did kill him but like he was rich enough to afford a wizard or something to bring him back. I think is kind of the logic. Yes, yeah, healthcare. Yeah, yes. yeah. healthcare. He, he has peak healthcare. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is America we're talking about. Oh wait, no, wrong, wrong campaign. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. So he is very slimy and gross. Um, Same. I just have like a bunch of screaming in my notes because it was intense. <laughs> a lot of scribbles and ahs. Yeah. Um, and then we followed him inside, Vinny included, to sit at his table and have dinner. And that's where right. we left off. Yep. Yeah. So you guys hit a lot of the big bullet points. But so, yeah, you guys left off with Hephaestus inviting you into his manor. Uh, for dinner, you know, and as you guys walk through the courtyard leading up to the building, you know, he kind of points some things out like, oh, yeah, here's my shrubberies and all that sort of stuff. You know, he, he would say shrubberies. <laughs> These are my favorite shrubberies. Oh, yeah. He's he he's more mature than how. Uh, he was described. Yeah, than how he was described by Vinny. Do that to you. And <laughs> uh, maybe a bit 
too on the nose for maturity with the mm. fact that he's doing this tour and all that. So it's definitely one of those things where already you guys already had this like, oh, oh no feeling. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as he does all this stuff, you're just like, I am not feeling it, brother. Like, this is not this mm-hmm. is not how this is supposed to be going. But he finally uh, leads you guys in. And as you guys make it to the large dining hall, there's this massive table kind of laid out with candles and different platters. And he kind of just raises his hands up saying, go wherever. He's you trying know. to wine and die us. <laughs> Joke's on you, I'm not a cheap date. <laughs> um I guess I'll have uh Steven inspect like the food. Is the food already out or is it coming? Uh it's coming. Oh, okay. There there's kind of plates and like um some uh, like decorative pieces. Mm-hmm. Hagar's gonna there. sit like it's uh, so is homie sitting down or yeah, so he, he goes up to the forest end of the table uh-huh. and sits down. Hagar's going to sit right next to him. Right next to him? Like, uh, as like as uncomfortably close <laughs> as he can pull his chair without it being, like, too obvious. But, right. Like, Hagar's, like, right next to him. Hagar does not trust this dude. Okay. And where is it? Where is everyone else sitting? Uh, Gwen's probably going to sit next to Vinny. She's going to stick pretty close to him okay. right now. So He's, he's going to sit as far away from this man That's as possible. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Then she's going to... That's exactly what he would expect. She's going to sit between the two of them. Like, the okay. empty seat, like, in between is where she's going to sit. All right. All right. Yeah, wherever... I don't know. Is Kelsey close just vibing? To, close, to, close to Vinny, kind of, still keeping an eye on Hephaestus. I hate that name. It's so pretentious. I'm sorry. Um, that was the yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hagar is still just staring daggers in him the whole time. Like every oh, time yeah. Hephaestus has turned around, Hagar has met his gaze exactly, and is just staring into his soul. Calvin is also keeping a very close eye on him, like not taking eyes off, like oh, watching. Yeah. Not guy. even because he like sent people to stab the nurse, more because he was he tried to like shrug it off, like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, right. it was an empty threat, wasn't it? He basically said, "No, like, he, was like, he was like, he was like, I'm oh, sure nothing. you weren't any actual real danger, as if like the the town's only doctor didn't get stabbed." <laughs> heck. Mm. Yeah. So as you all sit down, you take your respective places. Almost immediately after your chairs get pushed in. Uh, you see what looks to be about ten total, uh, like waiters and butlers. Oh, I thought he was gonna say guards. I was like, all right, it's on. Let's go. <laughs> all right, it's on. No. In response, I enter rage. <laughs> oh no. No. So uh, you see a bunch of uh, well-dressed men walk in carrying these silver platters. Yes, they and- do. And they set them down in front of you and lift off the lid. You know, very Bruce Wayne, Alfred esque. You know, right? As you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hephaestus kind of looks at one of them and he just goes, "Mind getting us?" And my friend, what's your name again? Hagar. A hugger. Wine, please. Do you care for wine? I care more for a glass of milk. <laughs> Get my <laughs> glass of milk then, <laughs> and and you see the the butler kind of nervously nod before you know scurrying off. <laughs> I don't know why y'all are laughing. He wants a glass of milk. He's a big baby. <laughs> Just the idea 
of just being in this like super <laughs> tense situation where we're very clearly posturing at each other. Yes, some milk, please. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> Yo necesito leche. <laughs> All right. And so uh, some some waiters and butlers, however, whatever you want to call them, uh, they, they come up to Vinny, uh, you, Calcine, and you, Gwendolyn, and they kind of just nod at you, you know, hoping that you understand exactly what they are wanting. I don't understand. Uh, tell, them tell them what you want to drink. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you see one of them start to shake a bit and okay. and kind of no. takes a glass and, like, tips it up. Like, like not talking Steven's going to kind of, like, turn and look at, uh, look at you guys be like, he wants to know what you would like for a beverage. <laughs> Um, Sean Connery. I just know. I just, you just now got that it was Sean Connery. Like I, I was just like the voice sounds. It's, it's so a very good. loose Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, why does that sound so familiar? But Sean Connery. You're welcome. R.I.P. Yeah. A legend. Rip. Um, without taking her eyes off of Hephaestus, like she's like locked in on him. But um, Calcine is gonna acknowledge and just say whiskey and nothing else. Oh wow. Keep eyes locked. Edgy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, the the whiskey. butler kind of just nods and scurries back to wherever he came from to get the whiskey. Gwen just kind of she's gonna whisper. She's like, Water's fine. Just nods once again, leaves, and uh, Vinny is you know he's nervous, but he's looking dead at Hephaestus, not worried about anything else. He is also staring daggers into this man. Mm. That feels like foreshadowing. <laughs> Let's hope so. Because he has two daggers. <laughs> and you see Hephaestus after his after he takes a couple bites of his food, and he's doing it very regally, mm. might I add. He he looks up at and glances around the table at you all. Go on then, eat, enjoy. I. Uh, Gwendolyn would like to inspect the food for uh, poison. <laughs> no, yeah, same. I was about to say. I'm I would mad like we to don't do have a cleric that can just bless our food. <laughs> <laughs> Blessed. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me. I guess I'd be medicine. medicine. Here's here's the question. Would Hugar think to check the food? Would Hugar think to check the food? Yeah. That's a very good question. Steven would. Steven. Oh, no. I'm going to say no. Seven. Hugar's not going to check seven. the food. Seven. 22. 22. All right. So. But someone's smart. As yeah. as you check the food, it's it's food. It doesn't have to be poison or anything of that sort. It's actually really well made. The drinks are they the same? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. What's what's for dinner? Oh mighty DM. <laughs> what do you want to be for dinner? <laughs> that uh, hey, I asked you, man. You made the world. You made the food. <laughs> Um, what do I want it to be for dinner? Uh, I could immediately just go, it's boar noodles again. I would jump across this table so fast. <laughs> no. Uh, there is a meat. It's more of, it's more like a steak. Okay. Um, and for the women, it's smaller steaks or smaller pieces of meat, uh -huh. um, with, and like to the side, there's like a salad with, um, 
some other things like you know a, a version of mashed potatoes right. or like some dumplings or something okay, like that. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, Hagar is just gonna take his fork and just like stab the big piece of meat and just like eat it off the fork. <laughs> like he's not cutting it at all. Okay. Just so he can maintain eye contact. Right. The opposite of the regal like dainty cutting and whatnot that he's doing. It's the exact opposite. <laughs> He he just doesn't pay attention. He's looking mm. directly back at Vinny. Interesante. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so after after a couple minutes, he he glances around once more to see if you guys have eat have taken any bites of the food or anything I of that like sort. That just to. I promise, there's nothing wrong with the food. Hunger's I... been eating it. So. Well, know. yeah, he's, he's kind of more talking to like Vinny and. Gwendolyn and Calcine at this point who, who who seem to be on edge more than usual. Gwen is doing the thing where like she's kind of poking at it but she's way too anxious to eat right now so she's like she's, she's like someone taking... stabbed somebody let's get I it know, over with man. She's maybe taking like a few bites but she's not like she's not really uh, Okay for the sake of being edgy and trying uh, <laughs> to be intimidating um Still not taking her eyes off of him, but Calcine is just going to, like, take whatever steak knife she's been given, stab it down <laughs> really hard into the center of the piece of meat, and then just leave it there. Nice. <laughs> I would I would say roll intimidation. Yeah. Because that's, that's pretty intimidating. <laughs> that is pretty intimidating. Oh, no. Uh, never mind. Apparently it's not. Okay, well... <laughs> you missed the steak. I, I get up to an eight with my... Oh, okay. That's not great, though. I mean, you do manage to stab down into the steak, not the center of the steak, and also you break the plate. That's almost more That's intimidating. More intimidating. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. We take those. It's one of those accidental intimidations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just the sound of shattering. You know what would really intimidate him? If you take a bite out of the broken plate. (laughs) (laughs) Not do that because I don't want to take damage right now. Um, So would you say that, so it's like, is it like a nice dark wood, uh, like, table? It is mahogany. Oh, nice Dude, that's exactly what I was going for, too. Um, So uh, Steven is, like, Hagar is going to kind of, like, lean over so Steven can inspect the the table, and he's going to, Steven's going to kind of turn around and be like, I admire the craftsmanship of this table. What is it? Mahogany? (laughs) Yes, it's quite well made, mahogany. I had my cousin down south make it for me and ship it up here. Oh, yes, as to be expected of a prince. <laughs> well, obviously. The fact that Hephaestus is just talking to this puppet, like, no, no questions. Yeah. <laughs> Hugar is still with the just fork and just, like, <laughs> eating it off the fork and just staring daggers at him, but, but Stephen's having a very polite conversation. I just imagine it's, like, one of those moments... Uh, where I like first thing that comes to mind is uh in episode two of Gravity Falls when Mabel takes the pelican and uh she, like starts mouthing it. And it's just like I'm a ventriloquist, like I can and she pours water in her mouth and tries to do it and she starts choking. Like that's just what I'm imagining. Like, you know <laughs> You know, just like chewing the entire time. But yeah, so so faced is he yeah. uh, he kinda just you know, replies and goes about eating his meal, finally finishing up. And uh, after a little while, he's he 
uh, brings, he calls one of the butlers over and kind of the butler whisper, like leans down and, and her face just begins to whisper in his ear. And it takes about a minute before the butler stands up straight before walking off. Mm-hmm. And then he turns towards you guys. Would you care for any dessert, perhaps, or anything of that sort? I just... Nope, I'm not going to say anything, because I want to be serious here. <laughs> no response. Still staring daggers. <laughs> Vinny, Vinny, <No. laughs> like, a- after about a minute of silence... Vinny is gonna so slam his hands so down on the table and sh- yeah. oh, no. so so Vinny's gonna slam his hands down on the table, slide his chair out and stand up. You should be dead. Now listen, just sit down and we can talk about this. It's no bother. I understand the complications that arose, but it's all in the past now. No. At, at that's all in the past now. Hagar is just gonna very loudly like crack his knuckles like right next to his face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So are you trying to do that in, as an intimidation? Oh yeah. Okay. Like very much like a on point with the that's in the past because like it's still pretty fresh in Hagar's mind what right. the doctor bleeding out looked like. Right. All right. So go ahead and roll intimidation. I'm pretty good at that one, Chief. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> Okay. Uh, that is a 19. 19? 19. So, Hephaestus, he kind of looks over at you. He's just like, I see this is still fresh. <laughs> I Maybe I misjudged, but if you just sit down, we can talk about this. I didn't stand up, so like... Well, he, he's more <laughs> talking to Vinny to sit down, but, you know, everybody, like, everyone's going to talk about it. So how about we just talk about it, and then, because the night is waning on, you will stay the night in one of my guest rooms, free of charge, nothing nothing to it, I swear. Gwen's not going to say anything, but she's going to put, like, her arm on Vinny's arm, not her arm, her hand on Vinny's arm to, like, kind of get him to, like, sit down again. Okay. And at that, he actually, he does, he... he shakily sits back down, mm-hmm. but he doesn't slide his chair back in. He's ready to book it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he very much is. Dang. Oh, gosh. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What if I just decapitate the guy? What do we think? Uh, <laughs> I I could be, like, completely wrong about this, but I have a feeling that those servants might be trained in ways that we do not know yet. So. I mean, clearly they're mute in some facet. So. I'm so glad you got that. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, I, I did that recently in a campaign of mine where a certain race of creatures was all mute. I won't say which one because it would spoil things for people listening to it that are in that campaign. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I try to pay attention sometimes. Sometimes. Um, they're clearly mute, so my my instinct is that they're some kind of like indentured servant and or slaves. Like they're, I, I have a feeling they don't much like this guy. Y'all know like the Avoxes and the Hunger Games stuff? Yeah. That's the vibe that I'm getting yeah. from it. Okay. Y'all are picking everything up, I was given an approving nod by the DM. I feel, I feel good about that. Always beware a smiling DM. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm. So, 
after Vinny sits down, Hephaestus kind of wipes his hands off right quick before straightening up. So, where should we begin? Does he have a sword? Any kind of weapon on Uh, You can give me a perception to see. Can I do that too? Yep. I'm also going to do that. Anyone who wants to. Mm. I got a 14. 18. 19. Kelsey and Gwendolyn, give me another perception check as well. No. Oh. Zoinks. 19. 10. Okay. (laughs) So you got what on the first one? 19. 19? I think my first one was 19. Yeah. Okay. You got 18, 19. So. She got 19. Okay. And what'd you get? No, 14. 14. All right. So all of you notice, Hephaestus doesn't seem to have any weapons on him whatsoever. But you got a 19 on the second one, and you got 10. 10. All right. So you don't notice it, but you notice Vinny's hand is itching very close to his dagger. Okay. Um, Zoinks. I'm <laughs> Vinny's about like, to just recreate what happened last time. <laughs> I'm like as subtly and like gently as possible so as not to like freak him out. I'm just going to like try to like reach out and like stop his hand. Okay. Like stop him from reaching for it. Yeah. So, so you stop it and he kind of looks towards you with like the glare of like, why are you doing this? I'm just going to give him a very subtle like shake of the head. I don't know like. Give him a look that's like I know, but like wait, like, <laughs> I don't but know like, how to convince. Him. I don't know how to convey that through facial expressions, but I'm gonna do my best to do that. Very convincing <laughs> nod. Yeah. Just like. Mm. And so he he seems to pick up on it, and uh, his hand pulls back. Solid, solid. <laughs> Sick. Prevent another murder. <laughs> Well, to be fair, he never murdered the guy in the first place, I guess. Well, I guess he did, but didn't. I mean, it's possible. It's very possible. I hope my nose right now. Yeah. Billionaires can live forever, I guess. <laughs> Money! <laughs> Eat the rich. Anyway. Uh... Yeah. So he's kind of waiting for anybody at the moment. Uh, I guess it's, I guess Hagar is the one that's closest to him, and I'm most inclined to talk, I guess. Uh, Hagar's kind of going to lean forward be like, I don't often want to spend a night with the person who attempted to murder the person that's looked after my well-being my entire life. Are you accusing me of trying to kill somebody? Oh, you you facilitated it. Okay, so sorry. This is that's too big of a word for Hagar. Shang, you facilitated it. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you switched to Stephen for the big word. Stephen. <laughs> 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 Listen, Hagar, I understand that whatever is going on may seem connected with me, but I promise you this has nothing to do with me. Uh, Hagar is going to pull out the note and, like, reattach the part that he, like, ripped off and then just slide it over. He takes it. This is my stamp, but not from my ring. And he lifts up his hands. No ring. We could have easily just I taken that say, off before like, <laughs> uh, Steven's going to be like, could it have been someone you're related to then? Perhaps so. Like I said, I've got a cousin down in the south, but I've also got family elsewhere on many other continents. Steven's going to kind of kind of interrupt him very, like at the very end. Be like, I'd advise you to be as honest as quite possible, as this man is known for fits of anger and, as he puts it, 
rage. <laughs> I understand that you don't want to trust me, but I promise you that this is the truth. I have plenty of family. I mean, many do. Mine are just more well endowed than most. Not gonna make the joke. Not gonna make the joke. <laughs> I'm mature. I'm mature. No, I'm you're not. Mature. Anywho, uh, <laughs> so then Stephen's gonna say, "It would be wise for you to send word to all of this family to stay out of the town that holds the tavern the last drop, lest your hmm, patch on your neck become a little more permanent. Don't see Ooh. this as a threat." It is a promise. Very well. And he calls over one of the butlers once again, whispers in their ear, and then they quickly run off. I'm having him write up a letter right away. I hope that will suffice, and you can detail the letters tomorrow. She that I read the letter first. Of course. Can can Gwen do an insight check on this guy? Yeah, how, sure. How awful would it be if as soon as he's, like, established that, like, his town is safe, Hagar just stands like, all right, see you, Vinny, and just, like, <laughs> walks on out. Okay, so that's a 17. All right, so he appears pretty sincere, but there's something else there. Mm-hmm. Can can Hagar also make a check? Because, like, Steven's the one talking to him and I mean, enveloped I, in I the guess, conversation. Yeah. Can Calcine also make an Yep, anybody who wants to. Oh no. Oh, she's running. Oh lord. That's not a high number. Mm. That's Yikes, not a high number. Sucks. Never mind. I know absolutely nothing. I, I got trust a 17. this man blindly. You know the same as her. Okay, so he seems legit, but like low-key, he could also just send a follow-up letter to be like, burn, this, burn the town down. Right. Gotcha. Uh, okay. <laughs> Steven's going to uh, begin talking again after Hagar relays the information to Steven, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. thinks for half a second. Right. Uh, Steven is going to say, now, I don't want to come off as someone that's going off threatening people. However, if anything should happen to that town, I guarantee you this city will be torn asunder. Very well. <laughs> that's, I'd be unfortunate, Especially since we have more manpower than you do, but feel free to try if anything were to happen. <laughs> uh, Steven's just kind of going to chuckle like, ha, huh, you think that's what matters? Interesting. <laughs> Listen, I know I haven't been a high prince very long, but I do happen to know quite a bit more about political aspects and things of this nature far greater than you, but... There's no need for me to go into that, for your town is completely safe. Does your town even have a name? (laughs) Steven's kind of like looking back and forth at Hagar, and they're like making eye contact, looking back, making eye contact, looking back. It will soon. I know of it. Ah, so you you say it does not have a name yet. Is that correct? Why do you think I gave you the description of the town that holds the tavern known as the last drop. So then let me ask you a question. Why would I or anyone else in this kingdom of power and fortune and glory 
care about a no-name town in God knows where. Well, why was your name associated with an attempted murder in said town? The reason that occurred was because of a young mind. But after the incident, I have been wizened. Wait, 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 wait. The implication in that, this is not Palatine, this is Tori doing big, big brain thinking. <laughs> the implication in that is that the doctor was attacked before Vinny attacked him, and that he, like, wizened up after he almost died then. I don't know if that's necessarily the implication. I think the implication was that he was, in in my interpretation, Sam's interpretation, not Hagar's, he's too stupid, um, being that this dude was brought back, sent the letter with the threat, and is probably lying about that, or had it sent something to that extent of, like, a, you know, do whatever it takes, and then whatever this process is matured him, like, insanely quickly, which is why he seems so, like... Not relaxed, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think that's the the connotation that I'm getting from that. The the DM connotation is more the fact that the letter really doesn't have anything. It's all about the maturing from mm-hmm. before the young mind mm-hmm. from before the attack that right. Vinny caused, mm-hmm. and then the maturity after. Yeah. Right. Um, Stevenson will. Nonetheless, your name is attached to it. So if you claim to not care, yet you also send people to murder people, it's hard to see how quite mature you really are. I understand your thinking, but I guess you'll just have to trust me, because I swear to you that no harm will come from me. This this one's Hagar. She's like, ah, yeah, trust the guy that sent the dude to stab the doctor. Cool. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, um, as <laughs> soon as he says you'll just have to trust me, Calcine down the table just goes, ha! And that's it. <laughs> <Good one. laughs> it's, like, it's like that scene in Breakfast Club where, like, the outcast girl just, like, laughs out of nowhere and then immediately <laughs> goes back to being quiet. Yeah, oh, pretty yeah. much. Who's this cousin you keep mentioning? It's Gwen's dad. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, oh, imagine. I hope not. But, like, imagine. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a second. Oh, God, that'd be... That'd oh. be such a... That's M. Night Shyamalan level twist. Oh, my God. That's a... Man, that'd be a real good twist, I'm wouldn't not, it? I'm not going to lie. Like, that hadn't crossed my mind. That didn't I even just... cross my mind. Okay. Oh, thank goodness. Then. So it's not... Because yeah. I was thinking about the fact that I sent him the letter beforehand, just telling them our entire plan. <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah, yeah, this, this thing that we're doing, yeah. Like, that would explain why they knew exactly where we were. <laughs> oh, yeah. My cousin, her name is Caressa Dolan. Granted, she recently married, not long back, but she still prefers to use the Dolan house name. Mine says she's a gold digger. <laughs> Is that to answer your question? Not really, but thanks for the name. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the name, but who knows if it'll come up. (laughs) (laughs) Does Hagar, like, know of this this cousin that he just brought up? Like, 
since it's further towards the south, so closer to where Hagar lives, like mm-hmm. would he have maybe heard of this person instead? Uh, you can roll me history. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> what if? Okay, what if Stephen rolls? <laughs> no, dang it. <laughs> Uh, 14. 14. It sounds somewhat familiar. You aren't really sure. Ah, God. I gotta hunt down another noble. (laughs) (laughs) Could she be involved with this? She very well could be. She was always a mystery to me, to be honest. You know, she comes from a lineage such as mine where we have money and wealth abundant and yet she goes and marries well an ex uh, bandit actually oh come what? on oh wait <laughs> I'm scared ah I cracked the code <laughs> uh, that's why you said the thing when we were talking about our campaigns earlier uh, oh, you're hurting me uh um, hey, Calcine, I think it's your dad. This is, this is Calcine <laughs> asking, what's the name of her husband? Uh, I don't remember. I'm going to go jump off the teacher's college. <laughs> How do I find out? We're in the, the right idea, husband. wrong character. Yeah. <laughs> I was on to your business. Oh, my gosh. I don't think you are on to my business. But what I, I am? To, How do I think I, I am. I, I don't know I if you like are. How do I find out if it's who I think it is? Why did I just have a moment where I was like, let me just Google this name. I mean, I guess you could make a history check to see if you remember, like, your father marrying, like, a noble person or anything like that. Could I? Or, like, having heard word of it. Go for it. if you don't have a good relationship with him, then I assume you wouldn't be, like, invited to the wedding. (laughs) Insight, yes. Let me invite my Uh, If you're trying to do, like, think of if your father... Oh, if you're familiar with it, then yeah, it'd still be history. Okay. But if you're trying to incite him Ooh, and be that's like, that's not Are bad. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. So nothing. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I was. My name's Sam, and I was wrong. Now I'm, I'm singing, singing the Sam wrong song. song. <laughs> oh, this sucks. <laughs> I hate that episode knows. though. And I don't know how to figure it out for Kelsey. And the, this is just me asking. The Dolan family is a really, it's a well-known family, right? Uh, decently well-known, yeah. So is it possible that Gwen could have heard about them when, like, doing her studies and, like, picking up information? Oh, that is mm-hmm. true. She yeah. do be Ivy League with it. She so would that be history as well? Mm-hmm. Nat 20. Bruh! <laughs> <laughs> Plus six, so it's a 26. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. That's so, such a W. Are you kidding me? Uh, I kind of wanted Tori to get the nat 20 on that one, but like, I'm glad someone did it. <laughs> All right. So you remember reading through uh, a, a, a couple of books about like noble lineages. And as, as you flipped through one, you had come across uh, the lineage of the Dolan family. Uh, and while you don't remember a lot of the names on there, you do remember the fact that there's not many of them, and they're quite broken up. And if thinking about it more, cousin is a very, very loose term. 
for their relationship with one another. Loose how? Um, so imagine you have the normal family tree, you know, I'm not, and all that sort of stuff. There's a lot of gaps everywhere. Things aren't adding up. Interesting. So what, would it kind of be like, um, like you have like distant relatives around your age and you just kind of call them your cousins just mm-hmm. because, okay. Yeah. Hmm. My cousin. Cousin. So after a little bit, Hephaestus kind of looks around at all of you before he stands up, you know, uh, pretty smoothly, you know, Gosh. and uh, he kind of brushed off his chest for a second. Well, the night is quite uh, fresh out there, isn't it? Please, I... <laughs> I don't. What? I don't know the proper phrase for this. Sorry, it's pretty fresh. It's pretty fresh, dude. It's pretty... That, that night air is crisp. Dog. It's crisp out there, my guy. Oh my god. Oh no. Anyways, besides my butchering of the English language, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I though the night has matured quite a bit so far, I recommend you stay the night in one of my guest rooms. I can have my butlers and other servants prepare rooms for you. I hope this will suffice. Nothing will come of it, and you don't have to pay me anything. I expect nothing in return, just a humble conversation. My acquaintance here would like a room with... What's Vinny's full name? Vinicius Periade. With Asha Vinicius. Very well, then. That can be arranged. Any other questions for okay, so accommodations? I, with Vinny. Got I Gwen was going to suggest we all just stick together. She's not She's not keen on splitting up any time soon <laughs> in, this, yeah. in this place. We ain't splitting the party, dog. <laughs> yeah, no... I was also thinking that it would be best to not completely. I wanted out. to. I wanted to at the very least be with Vinny. <laughs> I was like one hundred percent prepared to like get our night watch rotation back up for oh, yeah, for, for that sure. night. So, yeah. yeah, she's gonna say I think just one room will yeah. be enough. Just one room. It's the gold room. All right, I should have a room big enough. I can, as I said, I'll have my servants bring in beds for you all. Very well. I will see you in the morning. And he walks off in the opposite direction as um, a a couple servants come in and begin to lead you all down an opposite direction down the hall. And uh, it it takes a a couple minutes because this is a huge place and you Mm -hmm. go up about a floor or two uh, before you finally get to the room. And one thing that's odd is how fast the servants had worked because this pretty big room uh, already has four beds completely made mm. and looking really well and clean. Okay, so when we get there, are there still servants in the room? Uh, no. Oh. Dang it. Uh, can I catch one in the hall on the way well, there? Well, I mean, you're still being led by oh, the servants. Oh, okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. But how many servants are, like, with us? Two. Okay. 
uh, as they like go to leave us after they like drop us in the room, I want to stop one of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Be like, my friend, can you come here please for a moment? He comes forward. Okay. Um, can you write? He nods his head. Excellent. <laughs> uh, Hagar is gonna reach into his pouch, pull out like a little bit of parchment and like uh, like a charcoal pencil or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gonna hand it over to him. And be like, I require answers. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> he 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 writes down. He, he takes a second to write down, and then he flips it back to you, and it just says, "Sleep." My friend, what do you know about um, your master, boss? Nah, don't look at me, dude. <laughs> what What do you know about his uh, healing? I'm talking about the throat, obviously. He He looks at the page for a second and kind of thinks before writing down, and it just says, unnatural. Mm. Oh. Okay. 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 Uh, I'm assuming that we're all just kind of nearby watching the, watching Probably. this. Yeah. Was it the work of some wizard, magic man? He quickly, frantically scribbles down. Uh, just says, "Dark one." Oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Gwen is gonna kind of hop in and she's gonna say are you okay are you safe why aren't you talking <laughs> he kind of just breathily shakes oh no and, and is he a human yeah okay uh, i mean as far as you noticed there's no other race besides humans as the servants okay um what, what race is uh hephaestus hephaestus is technically also a human okay technically technically <laughs> yeah the dark one stuff probably zombified in some way some kind of undead um okay uh so hugger is gonna ask like so did you commit a crime or something is that why you're in servitude or sorry uh is that why you're working for that guy because servitude's too big of a word he <laughs> just writes down the word lost lost okay did you lose a bet did you lose a fight he just writes it down again mm do you need I help? I like this. He shakes his head no. I mean, granted, as you look at him, his eyes are watery and, and his hands uh, are he shaking. He really wants to talk. Uh, but he, he just shakes his head no before he quickly turns and leaves. Son of a... I don't know if you guys have ever seen Get Out, but... Oh, that I know what scene thing. you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Or like the one tear like mm-hmm. drops down. Yep. I, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I get that for sure. Dang it. I was just about to try to persuade him to <laughs> just write everything out. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I guess we got to go to bed and establish watch again. <laughs> it's bedtime. Yep. What so. was our order again? I know. I think it was me. Or Calcine, and then Hagar, and then Gwendolyn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. Okay. So. Yep, go for it. You two don't roll anything just yet. 
19. 19? You don't seem to notice anything. But you find yourself drifting off into sleep. Oh, son of a... Oh. <sighs> this sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, Calcine falls asleep. And as no. you all awaken. That's why we didn't roll. <laughs> oh no, he's pulling out the dungeon map. As you I all awaken. Hate it here. You find yourself in a 20 foot by 20 foot room. This sucks. Uh. Is Vinny with us? Yes, Vinny oh, is sick. with you. And this it's a stone place. A lot of, like, all your weapons have been taken off. Your armor and all that is on. Bruh, still. I'm not they, a monk. I can't just punch things. Did they even get the dagger in my boot? Because she didn't undress or anything. Uh, You can look to see. Did, do I roll? Do I just look? Did they take I, my instruments? Uh, Instruments are still there. Oh, sick. Nice. Yeah. I can still be a bard. Okay. Uh, no, they did not take your oh. knife in the boot. Okay. Boot knife. Yeah. Did they am take I, Vinny's knives? I, yeah. They took it. Vinny's am knives. I under the impression that they found my daggers? Yeah. But I mean, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. So you guys find yourself in a twenty foot by twenty foot room. There's uh, Hagar is just gonna look around and go, "Sup, demons? It's me, <laughs> your <Yeah>, boy." <laughs> also, Hagar, you notice that uh, you don't have your puppets at the moment. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's also a kidnapping situation now. <laughs> they stole Steven. <laughs> Steven! Steven was attached to my shoulder. How could they? Oh, no. Not my boy. <laughs> my I don't, do I not even have beak? You don't have any of them. No! <laughs> Unless you, like, prison walleted your be the beak. No, no I, don't, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't do that. Uh, but I just thought that maybe they wouldn't see it as, like, a puppet because it's just a beak. I oh, mean. Oh, this sucks. Technically, they don't see anything besides the actual puppet as a puppet. They were just like, this guy's carrying around dead animal parts. This is dead like monster heads. dead monster heads and all that sort of that stuff. should have like, been a warning, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, inside the room, there are three different exits. Uh, two of them lead into corridors and then another one towards the south uh, southwest leads into a larger room. Mm. And so the exits are on the northeast corner and the southeast corner. Well, ain't nothing to it but to do it. Uh, <laughs> right. Hagar's going to start walking forward. He no longer has Steven to be his smart guy. Okay. So... Are you walking? In what direction are you walking forward? Uh, towards the bigger room. Towards the bigger room. Yeah. All right. Oh, that is not the correct. Oh shoot! I closed the wrong tab. Way ah! to go, DM. Boo! You suck. Boo! Bad DM. Zero out of ten. I'm sorry. He's gonna kill us all. <laughs> all right. So as, as you enter into the larger room, mm -hmm. uh, you you notice that. There is quite a bit of blood stains everywhere, oh. and it's a darker stone that's encompassing everything. It's colder. There appear to be parts of the floor that have, uh, you know, there were areas where, like, chains or something was nailed down or bolted down oh, that were ripped free. And you can see a couple claw marks on the walls. 
Awesome. Love that for me. Cool. I feel like we're in a saw trap and I don't like it. <laughs> Can Hagar like try to tell like what made like the claw marks or maybe like even what kind of animal like got bled out or whatever? Like is it like is it like bigger than a wolf, bigger than a bear? Is it like knoll size? Like uh give me nature. 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 Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, no, that's a seven. Seven? Yeah, no, you don't know anything. L. Yep. Alright. What else are you guys doing? There's not much else to do. Are there <laughs> any other, like, doorways or anything in the room? No, this literally looks like it was a cell. Hugger's gonna go around and start, like, kicking the wall, see if there's, like, a hollow part. Uh, so you go around and you kick it, and you kick, and you kick. That's nope. sturdy stone. Mm. Is there any other direction we can go, or are we just kind of stuck here? We need to backtrack. Yeah, so, yeah, so I in guess the, we'll backtrack then. In the center room, there's the north yeah. east corridor, and then the southeast I guess corridor. we'll backtrack, and then Hugger is going to start heading towards the north. Okay. So, as you go to the north, you, you go up about uh, 20 feet, and then it turns to the left. Uh-huh. And so, as, as you follow this hallway you enter into another decently large room okay and from what you can tell there's some uh, it was probably a guard room of some sort as there's tables that are upturned and papers that are kind of strewn about uh and the reason you say you think guard room is because there's a line of weapons or at least a rack of what was supposed to be weapons but Mm. are now splinters at this point besides one item and that oh, is... No. It is your axe. Oh, it's mine. Yoink. <laughs> Dang. Uh, I'm going to search the room, uh, see if I can find anyone else's daggers and stuff. Okay. Well, immediately after you uh, oh, grab God. the axe, Uh-oh. Uh, you just hear this rumbling. Uh-oh. As... If you make me fight Lolf, the, like the spider queen, I'm going to jump across this table. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. No. I'm not, I'm not going to kill you just yet. 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 <laughs> Say, give me a minute. Just give me you a minute. You know how you all are graduating? I'm just going to kill you. God. No. <sighs> no. So um, one of the stones uh, actually kind of slides back into the wall okay. uh, as, as this rumbling happens. Interesting. And then as if like a shoot of some sort, just a bunch of bones come clattering out. Mm. They continue to rumble before mm-hmm. they Delicious. form together. Oh, it's a skeleton. Oh. Uh, before it fully forms, can I just smack it with the <laughs> backside of the axe so it just like just gets hit? I mean, yeah, I guess. I'm gonna do that. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna reckless attack it <laughs> so I have advantage. Okay. Because I feel like I should have advantage on a forming pile of bones. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so high roll was a 21 to hit. Yep, that does hit. <laughs> Sick, dude. Uh, I don't think reckless... Yeah, reckless attack doesn't give me any bonus to my damage, I don't think. Uh, reckless attack, it gives you advantage. It gives me advantage, but also gives them advantage against yeah. me. Yeah, I was just making sure. I haven't yet gone into rage. Oh, but that's... Ooh, that's 15 damage, though. Right to the face. Ooh, 15 damage. Alrighty. Take that, skeleton nerd. (laughs) 
Looks so, like you need more meat on your bones. You hear the cracking of, of its skull, and it kind of just snaps back into place. Oh, my God. I hate that. That's so annoying. <laughs> and it turns towards you. Technically, all of you guys have a round against it, so. I assume that counted as mine. Yeah. Okay. I want to shoot Okay, I, yeah. Because I can't do anything else because I don't have weapons. I mean, technically, I could be casting spells right now, but I'd rather just hit things. <laughs> I'm going to use my cantrip. Hopefully That's that a hits. dirty 20 to hit. Yep, that does hit. Yeah. Now roll foyer damage. Foyer damage. Foyer damage of seven. Seven whole fire damage. Alrighty. Yeah. It, it kind of makes a noise it's uh -huh. you weren't really sure what you're even how but it kind of makes this squealing noise almost as like um like air escaping a pocket or something yeah okay and it's like very high pitched and all that i've never fought a skeleton before i don't know what works for that you never like in any D, &D campaign oh really my gosh. wow they're so common they really are yeah it's just like the go-to like you walk through a graveyard a skeleton tries to fight you skeletons oh. zombies and then bandits yeah those are like the three big ones that i'd say i don't know what affects them though see i don't know what i should... uh usually not just bludgeoning damage <laughs> that usually doesn't do a lot unless you like can shatter the bones right yeah <clears throat> Um, and a lot okay. of them are immune to like a couple different kinds of damage but usually radiant damage does the job <laughs> but I don't think any of us have anything that does radiant damage <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no okay um, I guess she'll just she'll just take her dagger from her boot and just she's gonna aim for a joint Okay. Um, and hope that does something. Take its head off. Yes, yeah, something Go like that. Go for, like, the neck. Line. <laughs> <laughs> That's an eight. An eight? Yeah. That does not hit. No, I didn't think it That's would. It's not wearing any armor. But <laughs> he's not wearing any armor. Doesn't matter. <laughs> now do we have to roll for initiative? Uh, yes. That sucks. Ooh, that's a good roll, though. 19. Oh, that's... Terrible. That, that is a dirty I 20. Have a plan. Also oh no. <laughs> That's a dirty 20. I have a plan, but I'm probably going to take damage before I get to enact my plan. <laughs> I got an 8. All right, hold on. Let me get my initiative tracker out right quick cuz this thing is handy. <laughs> okay. I hate myself a little bit. Mm. It's okay. <laughs> Bro, did you just rock XD at my girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Hugar says when it squeals. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am the Gib Gub Gab Galabda. I am the Gib Gub Gab Galabda. I don't know the rest. Are skeletons immune to being charmed? Okay, uh, what did everyone I mean, get? And if it doesn't have a brain. Um, I got a 12. 12? Oh, same as your AC. <laughs> yeah. All right. What'd you get, Hugger? Hugger. Uh, 18. No, wait, no. Not, sorry, 19. My bad. Okay. And then Gwendolyn? I got an 8. An 8. All right, let's see what Vinny gets, shall we? So, yeah. That is a 15. 
then he's kind of cracked. <laughs> I would love to see his character cracked sheet by the like, end of this. Yeah, at the end, after we're like done with this season, yeah, we oh, we're all gonna release our character episode, sheets. Just yeah. Like, so everyone can make fun of my decks. Your decks. No. Yeah. <laughs> Even all people right. that didn't watch the show, they're just gonna be like, "What's up with that rogue's decks? <laughs> What's up with that rogue, man?" All right, so. Uh, this skeleton, and it's not a normal skeleton, it's actually an owl bear skeleton. Oh my god. Oh. That's way more intimidating than I thought. I was picturing one of those like Halloween decorations. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, it's an owl bear skeleton. Cool. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> so it is going to go ahead and slash Hugar. Of course it is. Does an 11 hit? Not even close. <laughs> okay, but it can get. Does he get two attacks? Evil. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Yeah. I don't even need to see the modifier. <laughs> okay. That is eight damage. Ah, jeez, dude. I better. I'm gonna have to rage like right now. <laughs> so I stop taking so much. All right. So now it is Hagar turn. Uh, I'm going to rage. Okay. As my bonus action. Um, okay. So how like fixed does this thing's like skull seem to be on its head? Uh, it seems kind of fixed. I mean, but like it's a skeleton, so it's a yeah. cash ambly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just because I want to see if I can, uh, I'm gonna try to rip its skull like off the body. Okay. Like just try to like, just arm it and just <laughs> pop its head off and then right. run away right. with the head. Okay. Just because yeah, I'm like I just I I want to figure out a way. Um, so what would that be like a roll to grapple? Yeah. Okay. That's cocked. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. That's not funny. <sighs> <laughs> I got a twenty-one, <laughs> but it wasn't natural. Um, so hold on, let's see if he has anything that adds to it. Probably. Yeah, we're just gonna. That's a no. <laughs> that's a no, GP. <laughs> Does that count as my turn then? Yeah. That sucks. All right. And at least he's not going to get advantage to hit me again. Because I didn't recklessly do that. Vinny's turn. Uh, Vinny is just going to try to smack. Just, just bap. Yeah, he's just going to bap her. Stay down. <laughs> Dang it, Vinny, you suck. He's <laughs> a 12. I take back everything I said about him being <laughs> cracked. <laughs> Dude, he's, you're not correct at Fortnite. Stop trying Stop. to hop. Don't even get victory royales, dog. Bro, you haven't even got a kill for the past 12 games. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Vinny does not hit, but he does have two weapon fights. He's going to try to smack again. No, God bless. That's a nat 20. Let's go, baby. Oh! Let's go, Vinny. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Cracked, 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 cracked. He said, I'm sick of this. I mean, that's only four damage, though. He's cranking oh. 90s in Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, well. So you see him 
he he misses the first swipe, but then he's he like steals himself, like does like the Mr. Miyagi hand like uh, rubbing, and Mm -hmm. then pulls back and smacks the thing, and it just kind of looks at him like, what did you just do? (laughs) (laughs) Like, did you actually just smack an owlbear skeleton? (laughs) Like, did you really just smack me? The set of cojones on this man. (laughs) All right. Now it is Calcine's turn. Okay, question. Yes. Can I, am I in a position, or can I get to a position where, like, the thing is within a 15-foot cone in front of me, but they are not? Um, I mean, yeah, you could do that. You'd have to, like, run around it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, oh, God, this is, because, like, it's hard to show you. Like, as long as the room is larger than 15 Yeah, it's feet. it's 30 feet. Yeah, so you could do that, I think. Yeah, you, it's a, it's you'd a, it's have a 30 to run by around 30. it, but that wouldn't invoke attack of opportunity because you haven't, like, gotten close enough to it. So yeah, you could logistically do that, I think. Okay. So in that case, I want to, like, run around to where it's within 15 feet, mm-hmm. but they're not. Um, and I want to cast Burning Hands, oh. and it has to make a dex save. Okay. Hey, it's a bundle of bones. What kind of deck save is it going to make? I know, right? Yeah. I mean, it only has to surpass a 12, but... Oh, that's your spell save DC? Yeah. Yikes. 14's <laughs> a plus 2, right? Uh, 14? I think so. Okay. Actually, hold on. I can just... Yeah, 14's a plus 2. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. All right. But if it passes, it still takes damage. Just That is a 16. Yeah. yeah okay. okay, it still takes damage. It's just half as much. Right. So I need three d six if y'all want to help me out. There's one and thank you. Yes. Thank you. There we go, okay. Chief. Get the the dice ASMR for Use it. the bone dice against the bone okay. boy. That is an eleven. So if it takes half, it would take five. Uh, six. six. Runs up. Oh, sick. And then that's fire damage. So. All right. The bones are starting to crack. <laughs> uh, actually, they. Poof. <gasps> what? Okay. Sick. <laughs> It, it may be, it may be uh, <coughs> tough, but it actually doesn't have too much health. Mm. So, I mean, it is a skeleton. After is it all. just like bone powder at this point? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Like there's some <coughs> chunks, uh, but you know, it's pretty scar. It's pretty um, charred. Thought said scarred. <laughs> Sick. Cool. Sick, nasty. Uh, okay. So is that all? That's like over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in this room, there is a small alcove uh, with a door in front of it, but it appears to be locked if you even try to go up to it. Okay. Uh, I have... is going to go back to the other, like, Besties passageway, but, but I want to see if we can get, like, your your guys' daggers and stuff. I mean, yes. So that's my logic. Stuff. Right. But, like, I want to go check the other place to see if this it has your stuff, because this place had my stuff. This is fair enough. And if we have to fight another owlbear, apparently you can just set it on fire. (laughs) Apparently. And so there's two other doors besides that one. Um, Okay, so after you come in uh, directly up and on the same wall, there is an an iron door. Mm -hmm. And then on the southwest, there is a wooden door. Okay. Do I see, like, in this new room, is there any indication of like the daggers that were taken or anything uh you'd have to roll investigation okay, roll investigation, roll investigation. Nope. oh that's really bad 
I don't think an 11 is enough. No. 19? Okay. Yeah, so... Um, I've got a two. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gwendolyn, you actually uh, find a couple things. Uh, you don't find specific daggers. You find, like, a couple weapons and, like, some spearheads that you could use as, like, a dagger of sorts for the, for the time being. And so... Um, for the most part, the best idea that you have is either one of the, either the wooden door or the iron door. Okay, so are the spearheads just like on the ground? Yeah. Okay, she's gonna she's gonna take those and she's gonna um, hand one to Kelsey and one to Vinny, okay, so that they now have something. Sick. All right. So what are you guys doing? You guys pick a door. So you said there's iron and wood. Yeah, aside there's there's from the one that's locked. Yeah, so there's a wooden door that uh, you can kind of look through because there's a couple cracks in it, uh, mm-hmm. and behind it it looks to be a shaft of some sort. You're not really sure. Mm, nice. <laughs> and then, and then you've got another wooden door, uh, almost directly across from it, but more at a slant, just a slight amount, and then. Um, Following that same wall, you'll reach an iron door. Mm. So it doesn't... Okay. I wrote iron door because it doesn't look like there's much behind the wooden one and we can do that one later. Upon hearing that, Hagar is going to go up to the iron door and knock out Shaven a haircut. What? It's the... the Oh, I didn't know there was a name. I for didn't that. either. Uh, the song is shaven a haircut. Two bits. I learned that from him too. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Never heard this yeah, before. No, okay. Yeah. Um, I can't tell if you're trying to do what I think you're doing, whether or not you think I'm doing what you Don't think. Don't worry about I'm it, do- Chief. You handle yourself. That's what Hagar does. Yeah. Their response. Let me make sure something right quick. Uh-oh. Zoinks. Okay. I don't have my puppets. I can't do stuff. <laughs> All right. So as Hagar knocks shaving a haircut, nothing happens. Okay. It just kind of reverberates through on yeah. the other side. Uh, upon nothing happening for like a minute or two, Hagar is going to knock out the beginning of shaving a haircut. So we go da, 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 da. And then on the last one, he's going to try to kick the door open. All right. Go ahead and give me string. <laughs> He's going to recklessly attack the door. <laughs> He's going to recklessly. Okay, then go ahead. And, you know, you'll have advantage on it then. Okay, so that's that. And then this roll is better. Nineteen. Nineteen. Nineteen to kick door open. <sighs> that is a hard door. There's no way. Oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hard door. Have we tried just opening it? No. <laughs> Upon it not budging, Hugger is gonna just open the try to open the door. Does it open? No. Okay. Yeah. Can well, we I have a rogue. You can certainly try. You can That's give it a shot. Hand, right? Is there at least a dent in the door? Like, I can't oh yeah, no, hard. no. There's a dent in the door, all right. But it hurt. <laughs> Why am I nervous? I shouldn't be nervous. That's a twenty-two. 22? Yeah, so you, almost as if you were like, I don't know, a professional Skyrim player. You, know, <laughs> you sit there, you go... Sneak 100. <laughs> yeah, you got that sneak 100, or sleight of hand 100. Whatever it's called. Yeah. Well, sneak is for stealth. I don't know, I'm not a nerd. <laughs> Listen. 
Yeah, so you you expertly pick this lock. Like, you don't even have to look. You're just like, <laughs> watch this, guys. <laughs> Sick. Click open. Yeah, and so then you just hear the audible click, and the door slowly begins to slide open. What can we see behind the door? Uh, behind the door, it's quite dark, but since you guys have dark, dark vision. vision. Yay. 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 Agar has dark vision. Yay. <laughs> Uh, you, you guys can see what looks to be a, uh, it's a big old puppy dog. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. It's, it's a big old three headed puppy dog. That's actually on a trap door leading to a very precious stone. Oh no. Hmm. This sounds familiar. Hmm. All right. What is it? (laughs) All right. So there, there is, well, it looks like a 20 by 30 foot room. Okay. Um, 30 foot length. So as you're looking through, mm-hmm. it's longer that way and then 20 foot. And then kind of towards the center of the room, it appear what looks to be a well of some kind. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I wish you well. And there's like nothing along the walls or nothing except for the well in the middle of it. No. I mean, it's if anything, everything kind of reference. looks maybe like a little damp. Uh, mo- but that's probably because of the well. And, you know, heat doesn't bode well underground. Is there like a... A bucket, like, going into the well? Is there, like, rope leading into it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Hagar is going to go up to it, look into it. Does he see anything in the well? Uh, as you kind of look down, uh, you get a little startled because you see your reflection. Ah. Uh-huh. And a beak. <gasps> My beak! <laughs> My son. <laughs> My, My son. Uh, are there any other of the puppets in there, or is it just the beak? Uh, from what you can tell, it looks like a beak. Um, so. No no cap, no no raggy. No cap, no raggy. <sighs> no Steven. No Steven. Okay, given that the last time you grabbed something that was yours, a skeleton popped out, we should probably be careful about how we approach this. You're telling me to leave what? beak behind? No. No, no. What kind of check would I have to do to see if it's, like, another trap? Like, insight or, like, perception? Well, it's a good yeah. thing rogues are good at this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel attacked. That would be investigation. I could see, like, a sleight of hand. Yeah, no, it would be sleight of hand because it's, it's trap You're, like, checking it to see yeah. if it's a trap. Oh, it's sleight of hand? Yep. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, okay. use that awesome 15 decks. Can I also look? Go for it. Oh, that's a 14. That was awful, I got an Tori. 8 because I rolled a 2. <sighs> you look at the decks? I'm so stoked. <sighs> My dex is better than yours. I got a 14. I Listen, I'd never built a rogue before. <laughs> you know what? Hunger's going to do it just just The bard is over here with a 19 dex. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also got a 19. <laughs> I got a 19 to check it. Hey, hey Tori, since you're the rogue, you want to you want to take another roll at this? Am I allowed to? If the DM says it, you're allowed. <laughs> I guess I'm going to make it better. You right? 16. I still beat you. <laughs> my bonus okay. to my dex is the same as yours. Yeah, so none of you guys <laughs> can immediately tell that it's... Uh, trapped. Okay, on a 19, uh, I couldn't tell that it was trapped, though, so that feels relatively safe. Well, yeah. a little bit. Come to me, uh, my son. Okay, okay, Gwen, um, she's So you gonna... all can back up. I'm still raging. <clears throat> I know. Hold on. She's gonna, um, she's gonna cast Unseen Servant. Okay. And she's going to, um, have him 
do everything to get it out. All right. Uh, what exactly does Unseen Servant do again? Um, the spell creates an invisible, mindless, shapeless medium force that performs simple tasks at your command until the spell ends. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, it, it goes down and it picks up the beak and brings it up and nothing seems to happen. Cool. Um, he lasts an hour, okay. so she's going to keep him around. He's just going to hang out. Yeah. I assume he gives beak to me, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. You, you just ah! see you just see the beak kind of floating and ter- towards you. However, it cannot move sixty feet away from me, so it has to be close at all. Well, times. good thing you're in a twenty by thirty room. Okay, yes. I'm gonna put beak on his hand. Ah, good to be back. <laughs> oh, Long it time no see. <laughs> what? It has its own AC. Oh, yeah, nice. Because people can try to fight it, and you can have it be a meat shield. Nice. Meat Sick. shield. Meat in air shield. Quotes. Nice. Are you guys doing anything else? It doesn't look like there's anything else in the room, so I would like to go try another door. Okay. Uh, do you want to go to the other iron door, or do you want to go through the wooden door? That we well, there's through? two wooden doors. One yeah. was locked. Yeah. Th- that's the shaft. Yeah. And then there's another wooden door. Yeah. And you don't know about that one. Okay. Let's try Which wooden lock? door? The locked the, one? I don't know. The one with the shaft, or the other one? I mean... They're probably both locked, if we're being real. <laughs> right, but one of them doesn't seem like we have a room that we need to explore, so it could just be, like, a quick, like... Mm. I'm picturing kind of like one of those, like, laundry chute things. Hagar's going to walk out, and he's going to recklessly attack the wooden door with the shaft behind it and just <laughs> kick it. He wants to feel cool. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, unnatural 20. Unnatural 20? All right, so you kick it, and it splinters. <sighs> and it just crashes That's open. That's how doors are supposed to act. <laughs> <laughs> bend to my will! The other one did bend to my will. It just didn't break to my will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so behind it, you see uh, a five-foot five, five by... Five-boot by five. Five-foot by five-foot shaft that heads upwards. I can't speak. Is there like a ladder for it? Uh, there doesn't appear to be a ladder, but there mm. is a rope that's coming that's coming down on one side. Hagar's gonna yank the rope a couple uh. times. Okay, so you you yank the rope a couple times, and the pulley system, you know, causes it to come like. Oh, it start. starts pulling me up. Well, it doesn't start pulling you up. Uh, oh. You you kind of hear this rattling from above start coming uh. downwards. Okay, I'm gonna stop doing that. <laughs> as soon as I hear the rattling, I'm just gonna let go of it and step back with my axe like in front of me. <laughs> uh, Gwen's she's gonna draw her dagger, but I think she's gonna have the unseen servant start doing it instead, so that we're all ready. Okay, so you all are yeah. readying actions. All righty. Sure. Yeah. Yep. All right. Ready are you uh, are you readying your dagger or uh, are you yeah. gonna ready the, the spearhead, spearhead Sp- dagger? The spearhead dagger. Yeah. I can the like hit damage save as a dagger. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it's it's just a dagger. I mean, yeah. uh, like that's what is a spearhead but a not fancy dagger? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or te- it, depending on the type of spearhead, it's more of a kunai. But you know. shush your face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the unseen servant begins to slowly pull the rope. And the rattling comes further down. And you guys can see uh, at the top of the door frame just this uh, platform begin to lower down, lower and lower until it finally reaches the bottom. 
When you said rattling, I thought it was skeletons. Oh, I thought it is was there like anything some on of the our weapons were like just empty? attached what? to it. Is there anything on the platform or is it just empty? It looks pretty empty. Okay, well, that's ominous. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> ominous. I like it. I uh, say we investigate the other door, and then if there's nothing else beyond that, we use this as a way to get up and out. Hagar heard investigate the other door, so he's going to run over and kick it. <laughs> Go for it. Recklessly attack the door. <laughs> Nat 20. Nat 20. So you basically don't even have to kick this thing. You kind of just, like, to- like just... Tap your the toe strength of my big toe is yeah. enough to make this door splinters. It just crumbles. Um, and the hinges actually just slide up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and behind it, you see another 30, fo- 30 by 30 foot uh, room. And as you come in, on the same hallway, about 10 feet down from the door that you guys just came in, is another doorway. Uh, there is no door. It's just a hallway. It's a five foot by a five foot by five foot hallway, or not five foot by five foot, but it's a five foot hallway. Okay, that goes farther down. Hmm. And uh, hold on, let me see. I'm gonna investigate there... the room for weapons. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't find any. <laughs> Unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. I didn't find any. We're right. not even gonna talk about it. So you. After doing a bit of searching in this, what definitely looks like a storage room, but a lot of the cap. contents appear to be ashen and all that, you actually find uh, what what looks like two daggers and, um, let me see here. Actually, hold on, let me do, uh, where's another one? There it is. Fifty gold. Oh. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Um, she's gonna have, um, she's gonna have the servant pick them up, all, all of it together. Okay. Um, she's gonna point to the dagger. She's be like, "Is this any of yours, v- I... Vinny?" Or. <laughs> I'm say. Me, you, gonna, you grab. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide up there and be like, "I think those are mine." And then just yoink. <laughs> yoink. Yoink. Give give Vinny the other spearhead then. <laughs> yes, I, I will give Vinny the other spearhead. Vinny, ah, it's going all Rambo. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Yeah, so nothing happens. Okay, fine. Now we have choices. We have. You can either. After we have another door. Well, there's no door. It's it's a it's, hallway. It's a hallway. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you can see that it goes on, for. Sixty feet. Sixty feet. Oh, well, that was kind of a guess. So there's there's nothing down there as far down as we can see. As far as far as as far as you can see, it goes down for sixty feet, and then looks like there's probably an entrance of some sort. Oh, okay. But because dark vision only goes up to sixty feet, that's all you can see. Yeah. Mm. So my logic, not Hagar's logic, is we're probably obviously below ground in some facet, uh, and going up on the platform would involve going up towards like the surface which is probably where we should be trying to get to mm-hmm. um yeah. but also being on that platform makes us entirely vulnerable to whatever anyone wants to drop or jump down we while we're like in transit much, like, weight it would hold. that is also true i assume it can hold our whole party's weight maybe but hugger's a thick boy <laughs> he's a chonker he's a thickum it's like 240 pure muscle <laughs> all right so what's the plan 
Yeah, hallway. Okay, I guess we're going down the hallway. Okay. So as, as you get about 15 feet down, you see another uh, hallway towards the left, and or you can continue right. Or forward, not right. Is this a split in the hallway, or like... So uh, as, as you've gone 15 feet down, the hallway uh, branches out to the left, but it also continues oh, okay, forward. Gotcha. Uh, I'd just be like... <laughs> Ten gold to anyone that tells us how to get out of here. <laughs> can, can we see anything down the hallway to the left? Or? Uh, so the hallway to the left, as you look down it, uh, it looks like it goes to the right. Like it turns to the right about 20 feet. After about 20 feet. Hmm. Mm. Give me some big thinkies. I don't know, man. Because I want to, mm, a lot of things I want to do, but none of them that sound like good ideas. <laughs> um, I guess Hogar's going to go down the left, just because okay. who knows. Yeah. yeah. So so you go down the left, and it re- it goes to the, begins turning to the right. Okay. Uh, and so as you go down the right, uh, you, be- you um, see another entrance to what was most likely the same room that you can see, but you can also see another uh, like about 15 feet down, there's another uh, hallway branch to the left. Going down the branch. Yeah. All right. So as you go down the branch, uh, you're met face to face with just a wall. I'm gonna knock on the wall, see if it's hollow. Okay. So you knock on the wall, and maybe you're not sure. I'm gonna kick the wall. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and kick the wall. Just boot kick it. Uh. 18. 18. So you kick the wall uh, and you f- and you kind of hear what sounds like an amalgamation of wood and something else give way before the wall just kind of breaks free. And behind that do some structural damage to this property. <laughs> Darn right. <laughs> Best idea for us to be knocking walls down when we're underground. All right, and so behind is it, it is the best idea a... to question the intentions of a barbarian that's actively raging? <laughs> no, no. So, so behind the wall is a 20-foot by 20-foot uh, cave. It's, it's not exactly square. It's really roughly carved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of a little ways back um, is a chest and some other crates scattered around it. This is a mimic. I'm gonna I kill was you. just <laughs> thinking that. Uh, Maybe it is. I'm gonna take one of the daggers from uh, uh, Vinny and I'm gonna throw it at the chest because <laughs> I trust nothing in this place. Okay. Roll to hit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I guess I'll take that. Uh, 15 to hit the chest with the dagger. 15. Uh, let me see here. Yep, that hits. And you hear this just audible I knew it. screech. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and, and you see these teeth form from the, uh, the opening of the chest, and these eyes begin to sprinkle out as it uh, just glares at you. How much damage did that do? To oh, yeah. yeah how much, how, much, damage. Yeah, how uh, much damage did you do to the mimic? Seven. Seven. Oof. If this is a true mimic,
sick. This is like a CR5 creature, I think. Which is unfortunate. Okay, yeah. you said seven damage, right? Yep. Okay. little bastard <laughs> you said there's a bunch of other chests too no there's a bunch oh, of other okay. crates and all oh, okay that. okay we're only dealing with one right yeah that's that's <laughs> what i'm thinking yeah and so uh, would you i'm gonna i'm gonna quickly ask you guys would you prefer to keep your initiative the way it was or roll like again re-roll and that would be it's 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 a consensus or yeah because no. that would that would be me then Vinny then was it Calcine? the Calcine. the order yeah. the order was yeah Hagar Vinny Calcine Gwendolyn and then whatever this mimic rolls yeah, yeah. which it rolled I think it would go last or second to last yeah that is. That's that's actually tied with Gwendolyn. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rock paper scissors. <laughs> I'm not opposed to keeping your same. I'm fine with initiative. it. Because that means I'm running up and I'm decking it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna run up to it and I'm gonna recklessly attack it, uh, and just try to take the top half of it off completely. Okay. Oh. Open Wonderful. up the chest. Open up the safe. Mimic's got a lot to say. Okay. Okay. Highest was an unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. That yep. does hit. I figured. <laughs> Rolling damage. Oh. That sucks. What is it? Uh, four. Oof. Also, uh, roll me a uh strength strength check. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, wait, uh, I get to add uh, two to that, so that's five. Okay. Because I'm raging. I add a what? I, you want roll, me to do roll strength. Is this a strength save or a strength Strength check? save. Okay. Oof. That's less cool of you, sir. <laughs> I mean, I'm still good at it, just not as good. Oh. <laughs> that's a five. Yeah, so you are now attached to, to this mimic. I didn't know it could do that as a reaction. That's kind of neat. That's that's not an attack. Yeah, but that's a reaction. Like that's that's just it. It's it's adhesive. It. Yeah. Any melee attacks on a mimic, oh. it has adhesive. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I, I I I recently made punchy mimics in a campaign, so they didn't really have that. I'm, like I'm sitting there. I was like you said, I'm gonna punch it. I was just like, I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> like well, I, also like I would logically be able to make strength saves, <laughs> but I guess not. Oh uh, man. All right. Hey. Alrighty. So Vinny's turn. Uh, where's my initiative? There it is. Okay. Vinny is going to... Wait, how much damage did I say I did? You did five. I did... It should have been... It should have been seven. Uh, seven? Yeah, because I rolled the Because you got four. Plus my three plus the two from the rage. Okay. So two plus three plus two is seven. Okay. Oftentimes. Yeah. My bad. Oftentimes. Oftentimes. Not always. Not always. I, I say no to that. I reject modernity. <laughs> Embrace monkey. Embrace monkey. All right. 
So, Vinny is going to attack uh, with the... Actually, after seeing Hugar get stuck, he's going to throw knives at the... Throw his spearheads at the mimic. That is a 21. That is, let's say that's 1d4. That is 9 damage. Okay. So you hear it kind of cry out, and your hand is just like stuck. So as it's like moving and all that, your hand is just like, oh god. <laughs> get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off. Get it off. It's so gross. All right. Right, get it off me. Calcine, your turn. I don't have my short bow, do I? No. That sucks, dude. I just realized that. Okay. Um. You can try to set it on fire, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But it is also on me, so. Yeah. Yike. I <laughs> Can't guess... I make a check to get it off of me, or is that a? It's it's uh strength. Yeah. Uh, so and like it's it's on your turn. I'm allowed to do that. Oh, on it, turn. Yeah, it's okay. on your turn. Get off. Yeah, you t- you do it at the beginning of your turn. Okay. So. Question. Answer. Since another enemy of the target is within five feet can i get sneak attack damage if i throw a dagger mm-hmm. yeah 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 Great. that is in fact how sneak attack works yes I mean, yeah i just i've never okay i want to try i'm throw a dagger. i'm definitely within five feet of it i mean yeah <laughs> i'd say so yeah oh no yeah. oh come on come on it's an eight to hit <sighs> that does not hit it really doesn't. Can I? No. Okay. Can I? Can I do? I have both of my daggers, right? Can I try again? Do you have two weapon fighting? Yeah. So that'd be your bonus action. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Is that allowed? Can I do that? Mm-hmm. Are and you said you already threw one dagger, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you only got one dagger left. Unfortunately. That's a 12 to hit. 12? That does hit? <gasps> oh, okay. Um. Stab him. Stab him. Do I get the sneak attack or no? Yeah. Yeah? I'm still attached to him, in fact. That, that he is. Can somebody lend me a d6, please? I got you, homie. Okay, uh, four, five, eight. Eight damage? Alrighty. He gets stabbed. That he does. And he is looking about, uh, it's, yeah, bloodied. He, okay. He's looking bloodied at the moment. Cool. Sick. Noted. Noted. <laughs> Alright, Gwendolyn, your turn. Yes. Okay, so her only option right now is to also throw a dagger. Um, so she's gonna do that. Okay. Please don't miss. <laughs> as long as you don't I've roll in that one, I shouldn't get stabbed. Oh, okay. No. 18 plus 6. Yep, that hits. Um. I'm gonna be 4. I got one. 2 plus 4, 6. 6 points. damage, alrighty. Um, and then bonus action. I'll do um, Bardic Inspiration on Hagar. Let's go! Anyway, a mixed turn. Oh boy, he's gonna bite me in the hand. Yeah, righty. 
He bites me, I swear to God. Uh, Gonna just rip him in half. <laughs> all right. W what type of uh, attacks are you uh, resistant to in Rage? Uh, Is it just... Bludgeoning, piercing, and... Slashing? I believe so, yeah. Bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. All right, that means all of these attacks would be half. All right. So, he... That's gets for trying to hit me. You know, knowing that it's got you uh -huh. currently in its grasp at the moment, it's going to open its jaws a bit, and then this very slimy, grotesque tongue is going to whip out towards Vinny. That's so mean. Leave him alone. How dare they? I'm going to cut its tongue off. <laughs> that does hit. Vinny, you're supposed to be cracked. Okay, maybe. I told you to stop dying. Vinny. That is six damage. You see Vinny kind of just shrug it off a bit. It's kind of gross, dude. Yeah, he's a bit he got, slimy now. He got now. Frenched by a mimic. Oh. <laughs> That's... Listen, I've been down bad, but never that down bad. I don't think Vinny's that down bad either. Alrighty. And then... That's a lot of teeth, dog. Yeah, that is all it can do. So, hugger. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna recklessly attack it. Really? Uh, well, first I'm first I get to make a strength save to get off of it, right? Against its grapple. I believe it has a <gasps> Nat twenty. Get off me. Get off right, me. So it's get off make me. A nat twenty. Otherwise, you get free. Does it have advantage on it? Nope. You get free. Yes. Yay! All right, now I'm going to recklessly attack his face. All right. You so bardic inspiration. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you. Uh. Yeah, I don't think I'll need it. <laughs> that, I mean, I hit it regardless. But yeah, uh, that was a 22 to hit. Yep, that hits. <clears throat> Let's go. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, that's 10 damage. 10 damage? Alrighty. Alrighty. And you're using your axe on it, right? Yep, so I have to make a, another strength save to not get grappled again. Right? Yes. Okay. Don't you touch me. Don't you touch me. Uh, that's mm -hmm. plus, so that's 19. That's also 19. You can and add it meets, it beats it. Can, can I add, add my bardic inspiration? Yeah, I mean. Yay. Plus five. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Now I'm not getting aggressively not hugged. <laughs> no. All right. So. I'd rather not get aggressively hugged. Vinny's turn now. Vinny is going to... Uh, take his other spear head dagger and chuck it, chuck it at him. And that it that does hit. So that is one d four. That is six damage. Yay! Yay! Get him, Vinny. And at this point, the mimic is looking pulped. 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 If it gets back to my turn, I'm just going to kick it really hard. <laughs> All right. Calcine. going to stick to my foot. <laughs> okay. I think literally the only thing I can do is use Produce Flame and try to shoot a fireball at him. I say he's no longer attached to me, so I'm less concerned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he's within 30 feet of me, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, he should be. Yeah, it's a, it's a 20 foot by 20 foot room. Oh, okay, sick. I he remember. legally has to be. I couldn't he remember if it was 20 or 30 foot, and I was like, ah. Okay. That is an 18 to hit. That does hit. Yummy. 
<laughs> I hate myself. I'm so sorry. That is going to be six damage. All right. Six Whoosh. spicy How damage. do you want to do this? <gasps> um, um, can it disintegrate? Is that an option? Yeah. Sick. I want to do that. Uh, did the contents inside of it also disintegrate then? Wait, no. I don't want to do that. There are contents inside of Mimic? Sometimes. Sometimes. You ever played Dark Souls? <laughs> um, burn like I... his top half off. Yeah, can I yeah. just like burn like his face off? Yeah, sure. Sick. Yeah, so it makes this really pained screeching noise that really just grinds your ears. Uh, but after a couple seconds, it dies off and the flames begin to dissipate. And uh, you can see in inside of it kind of, I don't know, because, I mean, you're kind of looking down into its yeah. mouth. So, you know, you got it, you're, it's slimy tongue and all that. Uh, but you can see inside of it is um, a knoll head and a puppet. <gasps> I got Raggy and I got Steven. It now I just need Cap. Uh, I would like to go pick up my daggers from wherever they are. I'm gonna Sorry. wipe Raggy and Steven. Yeah, I'm off. gonna get my dagger as well. Uh, actually, I'm gonna clean off my puppets so that they're not slimy. There is also 22 gold in there as well. Mm. Someone wanna hold on to that? <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. So any, anything you are collecting? You collect. Cool. I'm going to uh, clean off my puppets because they're probably got a little slime on them. A little. I'd say those things are right. Once, once they're cleaned off, Steven's back on the shoulder. <laughs> right. I, I would like to, like, check the other crates in the room and stuff and see if I can find any more of our, like, weapons or gear. Okay. Or gold. Or gold. I will yeah. also do yeah. the same. Or shmoney. I'm still looking for her money. sword. <laughs> she did not find it. Uh, I got a 17. I did not find it. Solid six. Yeah, is that an investigation check? Yeah. Then yeah, I got a seven. I got Ooh, seventeen. Yes, good morning. Money. Money gusta monies. So you find about twenty more gold. Mm. Sick, dude. I'm almost back to the amount of gold I had before I bought Vinny that health potion. <laughs> nice. Alrighty. Where are y'all going next? Are there any other like doors in the room except the one we came nope. from? It's just the one that you came through. Okay, okay, I guess we're going on the floaty platform thing. No, wait, wait, wait. Right. Right. That room when we backtrack, yeah, right? there was a different room yeah. in the hallway that okay, we Okay, let's go to that room then. Okay, so as you go back out the hall and you turn to the left, you enter into a 50 by 80 foot room. It's oh, a thick room. And, and as you enter into it, uh, you hear oh, no. uh, doors shut, slam shut behind no! you, and torches light all the way across the room. Wonderful! No, sick! I'm so excited. <laughs> and so, uh, before the, before you, in the center of the room is a podium that is covered in dried blood. Oh. On either side of the podium is two statues, and at their feet are three colored stones each. Mm, that's a puzzle. What are the colors? The colors are red, green, black, purple, yellow, and blue. So almost the infinity stones, but not. Gotcha. Yes. Red, green, black, purple, yellow, blue. 
I'm so afraid of this room. is going to approach. All right. Uh, what do the statues look like? Um, it, It's quite odd because they almost look angelic while demonic at the same time. Mm. Uh, you weren't really sure if it's... Still the... playing with wings. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it's more the fact that these statues are decrepit and kind of falling apart. So mm. it gives them this visage. Uh, you weren't sure which one uh, was the true, uh, what like what the true statue looked like, but on their like as as you look up at their heads, uh, which some of it is crumbling off, you can see their eyes and they they have divots in them, uh, in them that kind of glint in the light as you walk around. Mm. What's up, demons? It's me, <laughs> your boy. boy. Um, is there anything that we can see, like, on the podium or, like, anything? So, on the podium, there is nothing. But if you look around the room and you look back at the doors that shut, you see that on one set of the doors, there are three divots inside. It kind of does, like, a small arch that's all you see is there any difference between the two statues um not that you can tell mm. uh, the only thing that would really stand out is the fact that one of them has like full stone eyes while one of them has like an eye with a divot in it okay um hmm. how tall are the statues the statues are about um nine feet tall Okay. And that's including um, the little... Hagar is going to pick up Vinny and uh, have him look in the eye of the one that has the divot and ask him if there's another one of these stones that's on the ground but in that thing's eye. Okay. So uh, Vinny is going to, you know, warily get on your shoulders right. and he's going to look into it. And uh, he kind of just shakes his head and says that it's just stone behind it. Behind the divot? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he also mentions that... It it seems like there's, uh, like maybe a gla like maybe glass or something, in between. Go ahead and poke it. <laughs> so so he pokes it and, and he's just like that's that's glass, all right. Okay. Mm. Mm uh, is that eye like looking anywhere specifically? Nope. Oh my god. This sucks. <laughs> um. Hagar's gonna go pick up the black stone. Does anything happen? <laughs> Nothing happens. Okay. Uh, Hagar's gonna put it back and then pick up another stone. Does anything happen? You're nope. gonna do it with all of them. Nothing happens. Okay. But there's like three divots that are the same size as these stones in the doors that we just got out of. Okay, so mm -hmm. three of these go in the door and then open it. Just gotta figure out which ones. I'm gonna guess the green and red ones are included because that's like the family color. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's none of them one. are teal, are they? No. What was the other color of the city? Uh, teal and something? Teal and, like, a, a violet. Teal and violet. Yeah, like none a bright of, violet. Uh, there's a purple one. There is a one. purple. Okay. Hmm. That's my only guess. 
Were there any other colors on the house flag, or was it just red and green? It was just red and green. sucks <laughs> this also probably sucks to listen to because we're just like stewing I know. trying to figure this out <laughs> uh, hey at least we know for next time yeah it's true oh my gosh uh i guess then steven is going to tell hagar to pick up the red green and purple ones mm-hmm. uh and he's gonna walk over to the door and he's gonna put in the red one wait no first he's gonna put in the purple one then the red one then the green one Okay, so a- as you set the stones in, mm-hmm. you take a moment to see if anything happens as there's a slight click. And uh, you get hit with two magic missiles. Oh my oh. gosh! And uh, you all hear this loud um, gurgling as the floor begins to seep with water. So, oh my oh. gosh, this sucks. I hate it here. Um, but after uh, after a couple after a little bit, you notice that the water stops af- at about five inches. So every time we guess wrong, we get shot, and then we get water. Yeah. Oh, and also you take. Oh, gotta make sure that I have my magic missile right, because I don't want to mess this up. I about said a bad word. Don't don't worry about me. Just just kill me already. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not my goal. Okay, that's what I thought it was. All right. There's two of them that you get hit with. This sucks. So that is nine damage total. Jeez. What kind of damage is it? Uh, It is force. That sucks. Could we see where the water was coming from, or is it just... Uh, Yeah, so it looks like there are, like, vents slash divots or holes or whatever you want to call them uh, towards the bottom of the floor uh, all around the wall. Okay, so I guess looking around the room, does Steven see any like patterns with like how the stones were and like differences with the with the statues? I'm using my one per session Steven advantage. All right, to try to figure out if there's any hints in the room. Come on, Steven. Come on, Steven. Okay, that's not awful, but we can do better. You know, I just know. I just now thought mm. about it, but you've got a bird in your pocket. I do. Have a bird that in my that pocket. could be Steven. That this is Steven. Uh, okay, I got a nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. So, uh, to be honest, there really doesn't seem to be any patterns lying around. I Steven. The the best thing that you have is the fact that, uh, there there's like glass inside one of the eyes of the statues. Okay. Um. Hugger can't stand on anyone else's shoulders. This sucks. Uh, Hugger's gonna pick Vinny up and say, Vinny, I want you to stab that eye. <laughs> He's just like, oh, uh, oh, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna have the unseen servant stab the eye. Oh, that's fair. Because <laughs> I don't... handed a dagger. Uh, we already got eye. we already got hit um, with the magic missiles. Yeah, so we should let the gonna... we should let the servant do the uh, the 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 stone moving from now on. Cause yeah. ow. <laughs> All right, so. The Unseen Servant, um, I assume it's taking one of your, like, daggers. Yeah, I just have one, so he yeah. just takes the dagger. Yeah, so he, ta- he takes your dagger and uh, climbs up the statue and stabs the glass. It doesn't immediately break, 
and nothing seems to happen. Pulls back, stabs it again. It's cracking. And then finally with the third one, it breaks and shatters. Anything but nothing else happened? Happened. Nothing Oh my happened. gosh, this stuff sucks. Uh, I'm going to try to hold up some of that glass to the light to see if like there's any color or anything that's beyond normal glass. So as you, as you kind of uh, like lift up the glass you be, and you look around, you know, you're bar- you barely notice it, but there's seem there seems to be writing on the walls and all that. Aha. <laughs> I'm going to put it up to Steven's monocle. <laughs> <laughs> what what does Steven read? All right. So uh on the on on the uh, uh what wall is it left wall mm-hmm. after and like facing the way that you guys had come in uh is the fr- is uh it says when you have me more you can see only less what am i when you have me more you can see only less the face this is the riddler confirmed mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> When you have me more, or you can say it how or of, uh, when you have more of me. Okay, when you have more, you of can me, only see less. You can only see less. Darkness. Okay, that's too easy though. There. Uh, what is it like? Money makes a rich man blind, or something. What's the some phrase like that? Uh, I mean, I'm just saying there is a black stone. Yes, but there's three stone. Yeah, and so also what what else you see? Uh, what else is seen is uh, symbols all around um, that appear to be in different colors. So there's symbols that are all in different colors. Yes. Okay. What are the symbols and then so the corresponding colors? You've I guess? got. Uh, a blue one, which is this like jagged infinity symbol, so more of like a, you know, if Vikings were to write it, so it'd be very much more pointed and diamond-like. Um, then you've got one that looks like a Y, uh, which is purple, and then you've also got one that is that looks like an I, uh, that is yellow, and then you've got um, three scratches, which is green, mm-hmm. and then finally an X, which is red. Can you repeat the riddle? When you have more of me, you can only see less. What am I? I just want to give the basic answer of time, but if that's the answer, I'm going to be a little bit mad. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> it's called you're looking up the answer. <laughs> well, I don't have the answer. Like, okay, are you saying I can't use Google? <laughs> for the answer to the riddle? I mean, be, for the sake of time, I will allow it. But this, normally I wouldn't. This is probably a stretch, but if you have, I'm just thinking the glass thing. If you have more of me, you can only see less. So you have more like 
glass like glasses you can't see <laughs> i mean i swear if darkness is the right answer though so but but then what symbols correspond to darkness with like for it you have more of me you can only see less i mean darkness is obvious answer but it might just be really obvious is so. the door the only place that stones would go or like did you say that there were like divots in the statue's eyes like the stones could go uh the out? only divot in the statue's eye was where the glass where was the glass. okay so we've got an eyeball three scratches a y but what of those things equals darkness and like an, the infinity symbol uh, I should have saved my Steven for this, I guess. Uh, All I'm going to say is you're trying to big brain this thing way too much. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to walk uh, I'm I'm going to have the servant put the black stone in the door. All right. So <laughs> so as as you uh turn to watch this watch the unseen servant uh put the stone up to the put the stone into the door, Steven notices uh two more symbols on the door. Okay, what are these two more symbols? The infinity symbol. Okay. And the Y. Okay, so it's blue and purple. Then I'll put the blue and purple right. in the in the correct holes. Well I'll have the servant do it. Alright. I still don't want to get shot again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be shot a lot of puss. So uh, it do, there isn't um, a correspondence to which hole right. uh, the symbols are over or anything like that. Um, so what order is the unseen servant placing the stones in from left to right? Uh, blue, black, purple first. Okay. The room fills up with uh, five more inches of water. Five more inches of water, and the unseen servant gets shot. Lovely. Okay. How much HP does it have? That's a great question, so I'm checking out. Um... Can it go another round? <laughs> question it has an ac of 10 and one hit point it's gone okay. <laughs> okay. uh i guess hagar i'll go again blue purple black uh room fills up with more water oh, and you get shot. shot i dodge <laughs> actually i mean you are expecting it this time yeah i mean yeah you can you can try to make a dodge action oh sick is that a deck save yeah can i see the missiles coming yeah Okay, then I get advantage. <laughs> okay. Plus. Okay, so it's that plus two plus three, so 22. 22? Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you dodge it. Whew. I'm so goaded with the sauce. Okay, so we've tried blue, black, purple, and we've tried blue, purple, black. Uh. Is there, so is the symbol for the blue one on the right and the, the symbol for the purple one on the left, or is it, does it matter? Or are they like, right uh, so where the location that it's on, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it looks as though it goes the infinity symbol first and then the Y. Okay, so blue and then purple. Okay, so we've tried blue, purple, black, and blue, black, purple. So I guess I'll do black, blue, purple. Okay, the door unlocks. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and you manage to get out, and the water kind of seeps out. 
Oh my gosh, that hurted. Was I right with that riddle? Was it just darkness? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's so easy. <laughs> I'm so mad. Dude, I, like, I'm sitting there just like, I'm going to let him continue. I was like, oh, he's big braining this. So no. let me like, let me big brain back. And it, nope. nope. People listening to this podcast are going to be screaming at us. Well, they're probably just going to Google it. Right. The thing is, I Googled it like in in my class earlier today. Lovely. So you I, came up with that earlier today? Yeah. Proud of you. Anywho. Because oh I, I had to do a lot of work playtesting That was night. the last room, right? Bef- except for, like, the platform thing. Except for the I mean, there's technically more rooms, so we're not going to worry about it. You know what? That yeah. was the last room. That was the last <laughs> room. Okay, I guess we're going to go to the platform thing. <laughs> okay. I down a weapon, but that's okay. That's okay. So, you get onto the platform and you start going up. And yep. Nothing seems to happen. So you manage to get up onto the second floor. On a Tuesday. And so as you uh, look out, because there's no door immediately Uh blocking your sight, you see a 20 by 40 foot uh, room. It's it's decently well lit with torches. Um, Directly to your left is a 10 foot hallway that goes down about 30 feet before turning. Then directly ahead is another 30-foot hallway that turns. And then on the right-hand wall, you see a 5-foot hallway going to the right. Okay. What direction are you going? Mm, I'm leaving this up to y'all. Can you repeat the options again? Okay, so you've got um, direct. Okay, so facing forward, you've got directly to the left, directly up ahead, and then a little bit further up, and then to the right. Do you want to do the left? Sure. Let's go for it. Okay. All right, so you go down the left, and it turns to the right, um, leading you into a 40 by 50 foot uh, square room, which contains. Okay, it's it's just a hall. It's just like a banquet hall of some kind. Um, a couple chairs and all that here and there, which is really good condition, actually. It doesn't seem like much has gone on in this room. It's not the one that we were in earlier, was it? No. Okay. Um, I'm going to investigate for some weapons. Okay. Not 20. All right, so yeah, you find both your longsword and the short bow. Go. Are We're back in business, know? baby. <laughs> We're back in business. Hey, Hugar. What's up, buddy? You want, you want to do a roll for me, right quick? <sighs> what kind? Investigation. I would love to do an investigation. That's an 11. You find a sickening cobalt head. <gasps> Cap! <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. That's my boy. That's my boy, dog. That's my son. All right. So, uh, in this room, you can either go back out the way you came or 10 feet down from that entrance is another 10-foot hallway uh, going uh, kind of in the same direction that you came, but not down the same hallway. Up to you guys what you want to do. You can either go back or continue forward. I mean, there's really nothing to do to go back. So yeah. I guess we'll continue forward. Okay. Yeah. So as you continue forward, you enter into a um, 
30 foot by 30 foot square room, which is uh, a lot like the previous room in which it's got a couple of tables and chairs, but these ones are scattered all about, kind of thrashed, and the floor is cracked and crumbling upwards. Um, and there is a wooden door uh, immediately uh, five feet down from where you enter in. Mm. <laughs> it's up to you guys. Do we want to go for the door? Sure. Sure. Just like, yeah. Go hey, bear, 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 bear. The gang's all here. Right there, right. Good to be back. <laughs> Alrighty. I swear to God, I hate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Steven. Steven is not a fan of the other puppets. <laughs> Steven has priorities. Steven is an intellectual. Okay. All right. So you guys are trying the wooden door? Yeah. All right. Who wants to open it? I'm going to kick it. You're going <laughs> to kick it? Okay. Recklessly attacking the door. Okay. That is a 15 to hit the door. 15? All right. So, yeah, you bust it down. Uh, and so immediately after, you get knocked down by Thunderwave. Oh my gosh. Do I take anything? No, you just get knocked down. All right. I'm just going to like sit up. Who (laughs) in the heffle? (laughs) And so uh, as you stand up and look into the room. They're just clones of us. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that to you just yet. Yes. What? <laughs> oh, trust me. Another DM of mine did some pretty spicy stuff, and I love it. Okay. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay. Anywho. Anywho. So as as you look in, um, to your surprise, you see this table kind of in the center, and you see what looks like four skeletons playing like three dragon ante. Oh, uh, okay. And they all kind of just like turn to you. They're they're. Uh, bones rattling and cracking as they turn. And then they drop their cards and stand up. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, well, skeletons understand any language they knew in life. So Hagar's just going to, like, flex and be as big as possible. And with that, he's actually going to grow a couple inches. Okay. And just get, like, extra swole. Just be like, you don't want to do this. And just try to, like get them to go away. All right, give me persuasion. Like, if they want to die again, I guess that's fine. But Y'all want to go Nat around? 20. Oh, let's go. <laughs> let's go, baby. Yeah, so, so you see these skeletons. They stand up. They see you flex, and they're just like, nope. And they go back to playing cards. <laughs> yeah, they go back to playing cards. Like, that's what I thought. They would have just been more puppets. All right, so what are you guys doing? Uh, is there, like, any other doorway in here? Not that you can tell. I'm just going to be like, Carry on, gentlemen. I'm just gonna like pick up what's left of the door and like try to put it back <laughs> in the doorway. All right. Heck yeah, I'm just so beefy. <laughs> All right. So, heading back, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and jump us back to the first room. And so now you can either go straight forward or to the right. Mm. I don't have a lot of time left in this session, so. 
I guess straightforward. Yeah. Because I'm just gonna keep going straight forward. <laughs> okay, until... so you go to the right. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Thanks, DM. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so you guys enter into this massive room, which looks to be a refectory and shrine. I don't know what a refectory is. Please. It's basically a large hall that's used for a lot of religious practices. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. I'm an English major. Why didn't I know that? Just me. I had to look it up right before this too. Okay, fine. <laughs> What's the word for a big hall where religious things happen? No, because like it, I rolled it on the uh, dungeon master's oh. guide, and I was just like, "What is gotcha. this thing?" Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna keep moving. All right, so we're just chugging along. Uh, we just yeah, want so to get out of here. I just want out. <laughs> you don't see Let anything else, but this, this is not a dance. dance. <laughs> okay, so I want you, you Hugar specifically. Okay. Uh, to roll me investigation with advantage. Is this Steven? Yes, it is Steven. Well, Steven got a nat 20, so... Steven is great, and he find and he found a gate, or a doorway, at the very end of the okay. hall. Okay. Good job, Steven. I'm gonna pat him on his little head. Alright. Is the, is the, is it, does it have a door in its doorway, or is it just a doorway? It is... So, it... It, it looks flush with the wall, mm. so you don't immediately notice it, but mm. with the glass that Steven has, ah, uh, he was able guy. to notice it. Way to go, Steven. Uh, okay, I'm going to walk through it with the, the gang. Mm -hmm. All right, so as you guys walk through, uh, you get enveloped by a dark mist. Oh. Cold sh uh, chills go down your spine, and what feels like an eternity is really only mere seconds as the cold kind of envelops you and uh, takes over your body. And finally, as you reach your hand forward and exit out, you feel the warmth of the real world cover your hand again. And then it floods your entire body as you walk through. And you come out to a, a 100 by 100 octagonal room with many pillars and in the center on a 10 foot by 10 foot platform is Hephaestus looking directly at you. His hands crossed. Well, this is a surprise, isn't it? Oh, I'm going to take your head off your neck. Truly could have expected that the dungeon would take care of you, but, well, I guess I'll have to do this myself. I'm going to look at him dead in the eyes and be like, you're going to be my next puppet. <laughs> I don't think I will, Hagar. It's pretty sick. It's okay. <laughs> I'm so mad that I used my big fire spell already because of Oh, by the way, also, uh, as you guys walk through, magically Benefits long rest. rest <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes! I can rage unabashedly yeah. now. I can burn him! Oh. Trust no, me, this would, this would not be fair if yeah. I did keep this uh, where you guys didn't have it. Anyway, all right, well... That'll be the end of this episode of Roll for Immersion. I've been your host and Dungeon Master, Aaron. I'm Tori, and I play Calcine. I'm Sam, and I play Hagar. I'm Emily, and I play Gwendolyn. And this has been Roll for Immersion. We'll see you next time.